Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 23rd of April, 2020. This is The Gap, episode 513. I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gure is here, and you wouldn't hear that, people at home, Job cracking his neck. You know why? Yeah. Because of noise cancelling. We've all got it now. Noise cancelling. We've gone fucking... Where are I? We're through the fucking looking glass now. This shit's crazy. Noise cancelling is... This, this AI just fucking... Undoing all the gross sounds that I make all the fucking time. I mean, we'll have to wait and see just how 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 good it is. Far it can go at blocking my gross sounds, but uh, yeah, you might never hear me fart on this podcast again. <laughs> Which I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. Maybe technology's gone too far. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like you know what's. What's your morning commute going to be like if you don't have to put up with Job like squeaking out a fucking cheeky little fart near near shit himself uh, every other fucking week? Like, uh, I don't know, it just it concerns me. But uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I, I suspect this will be devastating to our subscriber numbers, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hmm. See how it goes. Uh, I could... Turn it off and then just release. We'll release the Snyder Cut with all farts still intact. Right. Right? Just yeah. whenever you feel one coming, uh, just click, click the button, slip it through. Yeah. Put the put the noise gate yeah, back yeah. on. Exactly. Like, we'll just set up a macro. Do, 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 do. Um, easy. Yeah. Um, uh, no, we are using RTX Voice, which is a AI-based tech from NVIDIA. Uh, which um, came out yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday? Yesterday. And uh, it legit uses AI to determine, um, like... And hardware. What background... What What is background... It doesn't use hardware, man. Yeah, it's using hardware as well. Um, the Because a lot of people are having problems with earlier cards. Like the... Um, th- it seems like the last year's series like the 900 series is it 900 what was before this one 10 10 10, 10, series. 10 series um seemed to be working okay for the most part right some people are reporting issues yep. in games with stuttering and whatnot and but the 900 series are struggling a little bit with it um well uh you know i think that's just the amount of fucking ram it's using because it is using a fucking lot of ram yeah Using a lot of RAM. Uh, what are we at at the moment? That's oh, down to three hundred megabytes for me. Hmm. Um, but yeah, mine's. Uh, it was 1.2 was gig. up there. Um, once you have OBS on at the same time, I guess. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I uh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, There's some crazy videos out there of people like <laughs> with like vacuum cleaners and fans and shit running and just talking. Yeah, you linked it yesterday, and and you could just like that was that was fucking mind blowing. And then almost immediately, I saw there's a really simple edit that you can do to um, make it work on non RTX because it's limited by default to RTX cards hmm. which makes it t- like 20 series cards basically but uh literally all you have to do is you start the installer and it unpacks all the installer files 
and then you go to your temp files and there uh is there's the install installation package and if you edit one file and uh it's a single piece of code called constraints mm. and if you eliminate the constraints uh, that limit it to RTX cards only to de- deliberately detect RTX cards. It works fine. You can install it on fucking anything, and it appears to appears to work based on you know how how old your tech is. But I got a 10 series card, yeah, a 1070, and it works fucking real well. So I think the stats that I saw of someone running some tests was like like a five percent sort of increase or decrease in like frame rate or ten percent for 10 series cards. Right. Whereas the RTX cards were like one or two percent, um, right? Yeah. So there's some there's some people doing some tests, but I'm sure there'll be like a, I don't know, like Digital Foundry or someone will be dropping some numbers soon. Obviously, this thing's still in beta, but at this stage, it's pretty impressive what it's doing. It's kind of like having, yeah, it's just basically using the hardware that you've got um, to do like noise suppression, which you'd normally have to spend a bunch of money on as like a sound engineer uh, yeah. or, or like basically when i when we finished running this show i go through all of that when we do post-processing like i i will try and eliminate as much background noise as i can or like the sort of the white noise that you hear in the background and that takes yeah. uh, that'll run through the whole show it takes a couple of minutes um there's obviously ways we can do yeah. it software wise through um on the fly but that increases things like latency um, and while yeah, we're already we could put fucking egg recording over the walls halfway or... across the world already, there's there's enough latency as yeah. it is, so we don't need more on top of that. But um, yeah, yeah, it's an impressive solution, especially for us when we, you know, we're playing uh, video games and all you can hear is Job's keyboard every three seconds, which is fucking rich coming from you, mate. <laughs> because all we can fucking hear these days is uh, your wife clanging and banging pots and pans. Uh, that's what it's like it's, to you all the time it, sometimes <laughs> sometimes I feel like she must be a, like deliberately trying to you know when fucking Bart is uh is two and they're about to have, they've just had Lisa as mm. the as a baby and you're like clanging look me look I want attention I think that's Bender uh, but anyway one of the fucking Matt Groening <laughs> TV shows yeah. that's that's I assume your wife doing making noise um, yes, because I'm literally next to the kitchen. I can nearly yep. touch the fridge. But anyway, dream. Um, yeah, it's it's an impressive uh, beta feature that just dropped out of nowhere. So how that uh, changes things would be interesting. We know, I know that Discord added a, uh, I don't know what they call it, um, s- some sort of suppressor. Noise suppression powered by Crisp. Right. But I did see people yep. saying that it's uh, not anywhere near as good as what this thing is doing. No. I mean, it, it was quite, it, like, uh, been playing Warzone in the Gap channel. And people yeah. have been using it, uh, like, using the noise suppression on Discord. And it is quite good, like, better yeah. than nothing at all. Um, and, like, Baz or JB or... One of the boys was using it and, like, I think there was mowing going outside, going on outside, and, like, they'd turn it off and you could fucking hear it. It was like they were fucking mowing in their in office. The and then they'd turn it back on again and you're like, okay, fair enough. But, uh, 
at other times you could still hear like a kid wailing in the background and stuff. Sure. So it's uh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I, we're recording with it on at the moment. If it starts screwing with things, then I guess next we'll go back to normal. But I don't know. It yeah. Seems okay for this time being. Um. Yep. Anyway, should we talk about some video games? What do we got here? Um. Anti matter dimensions. This is a game you talked about last week. Oh yeah. You still going? I've gone. I've gone eternity. I've gone so much further than you could possibly imagine. Right. So this is the uh, idle game. Yeah, this is the idle game that, you know, you're making dimensions and then you're making uh, infinite dimensions and then you're making eternal dimensions and the dimensions make antimatter and uh, the infinite dimensions make more dimensions and the eternal dimensions make more infinite dimensions in that traditional cascading way yeah. that everyone loves out of there. Um, out of their clicker games, you know, the fucking, the tears, everything keeps getting wilder and wilder. I did run into a um, pretty big trough, I feel, uh, at the, I guess, midpoint of the week between, so I think I'd just broken out of a pretty, I don't know, rough point last week. So it had been sort of, slow going for a little while yeah um and then i got out of it and things had started to pick up again but i very quickly ran into another one again uh where it was just a long periods of inactivity but then after that not that long maybe two days after that began uh, it's now more active than it's ever been before um and like just sitting here, leaving it go while podcasting feels like a extremely inefficient use of my time in terms of antimatter dimensions playing. Right. Uh, although you could uh, just have one finger uh, sitting on the efficient. max button, right? While you're podcasting. No, it's too active. It's more active than just holding on max, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I've got way too. And also, also, by the way, Luke. You don't hold on the, you know, you know, you can like, you bring it up, right? And then you, if you hold on the max button, and flick it, it stays on. Right. Does it? So, yeah, my max is on. I, I don't know. How, right how, now. What do you mean you flick it? So, oh, I, okay. my game, mine just a bit crunched. Yeah. See, see how it's on? Yeah. I'm drag my finger away and it stays on. I don't. Is that an upgrade or something? No, it's by default. It's, it's supposed to um, replicate the concept of the auto clicker. Uh, it's something that built into the mobile version of the game because you can't get an auto clicker because there's no. What do you mean you? F what do you mean you flick it? This is honest to god the worst radio of all time. But right, watch, right. Just fucking look. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It's off. What screen are you on? Hold it. I'm just on the default screen. It doesn't fucking matter, right? You pick a screen. Yeah. And then you flick it. It's still on. That's it. Drag it across. Drag your finger across quickly. Yeah. But when I go back to the other screen, it's it's off now. Don't go back to the other screen. But I can't see. I can't see my... What's happening? 
What the fuck do you need to see? Do you want to fucking auto max or do you just want to? Oh my lord. Um, here I am giving you fucking. giving you the magic. And you're like, oh, but it doesn't do this. It's a fucking auto click. If you had an auto click, you wouldn't be able to switch right. screens so and shit. You should start on the other screen and then swipe to the other way. Yes, or you can try to swipe in the opposite direction but it's a little bit trickier and you are still clearly mastering the basics so let's take it baby steps shall we right we it's always a hidden feature obviously they never that was never explained anywhere correct no what a joke it's a hidden feature what a joke i know i can't upgrade as soon as i press the button it disappears anyway that's stupid i'll just keep my finger there it's easier it is objectively not, but whatever. <laughs> no, because if I reset, whatever. if I reset, then it kills it, and I need to reset. Yeah. So you just do it again. It's it's not worth it for me. My game resets it's, all the time. It's, so where are you up to? Um, I don't know what what is like. How do we measure this? If what? I, how much anti matter have you got? I just reset my game. I just reset it again to send. Um, reset to do what? To try and get more, like a dimension shift. Okay, how many infinity points do you have? Um, I don't know how to check that. Like it should be directly above your antimatter. Oh, at the moment I got four. Chelsea screen. Four infinity points. Yeah, because I've been buying stuff. Right. Okay, I have uh, one to the power of 257. I don't know what that means. So one and 257 zeros after it. Yeah. Infinity points. That's a lot. I have four it's in my It's quite bank. a few. You have four total. You're talking about infinity, right? Not eternity points, right? Infinity points, yeah. Yep, okay, cool. I've got upgrades. I'm looking for my uh, one that costs seven upgrade, seven points. I'm working my way down the chain. You are so far in the past for me that I have no idea what that means. Because yeah. I think when, when you were now, talking about it, you were two weeks in last week. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not bragging or anything. I'm just. Sounds I like have, you're bragging. No, you are. I'm just like. It's just you're see, I'm like playing you're the original ant, game, and right? You're, you're playing an the remake at the moment. <laughs> you're an ant, <laughs> and you're trying to explain, you know, collecting picnic crumbs. And I'm like, I'm eating sandwiches, motherfucker. I don't know what I, I don't give a fuck about your crumbs. Okay, like it doesn't make any sense. Okay, yeah. I am to you, un, unto you, I am a god, right? Basically, okay. So just. Just recognize, okay? That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you think of any matter dimensions? Well, I feel Is like I haven't hit that. Oh, I just leave it running. The clicky itch. Yeah, well, of course. Um, I, probably I, I, I not did just install a, um, a one that's on Steam called Firestone Idol RPG, um, but I've only played it for, it says here, two hours it's been running. Um, so I've been double idling. Which is, oh, yeah. okay. That's now that's some efficient idle play. <laughs> yeah, that one's a lot more active though for an idle game. Um, right, I'm checking it a lot. Then I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, it sounds 
sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, you're not enjoying Animated Dimensions, though? It's just, is it too idle? Um, I guess at this stage, I'm not really doing a lot. I'm sort of just letting it run its course, and then every once in a while, I click a button, and then I buy upgrades. That's it at this stage. And I don't really know right. what all these numbers are doing. Like, they're very obscure numbers. Like, are you attempting just, to like complete your achievements and stuff? I only just found that screen yesterday, so I let it run overnight. Right. You let what run over? I, I let uh, one of the achievements. I did the challenges. Sorry, I did a challenge last night, which is uh, buying anything halts your production, gradually coming back over three minutes. I still don't know what that means, but I did it. Um, right, and there's about ten more challenges here. That I guess that I one is the most annoying of them, and you're probably better off leaving that one to later. I did it. Well, well done. It's finished. Yeah, uh, I think it's C eight challenge eight. Yeah, is uh, hyperactive and unbelievably annoying. Mm. Cool. Do you have Do you have auto buyers? I have. I think all of them. Yes, I've got all of them. No. I've got the ones challenge that I can buy. Or Challenge 9. Maybe it's Challenge 9. Right. Um, one of them is the worst. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I prestiged, basically. Right. So I got to a point where I had to start all over again. But you keep all your achievements and all your the, the related bonuses. And uh, so I passed where you're up to. Hmm. Um, before I even realized I had done it. It was extremely quick. But I had to do that one challenge, C9 again, C8, C9, C9, one of those two. That was very upsetting. Yeah. It was very annoying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Animated Dimensions. It's running. It's a good clicker game. I like it. Yep. Yep, cool. Um, yep. What else do we have here? Split or Steel? You're, you're back on this one. This is a free-to-play Steam game, right? Yeah, I'm not back on it. I don't think I've ever played it before. Um, oh, you've played a variation of this. Uh, have we? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not it's, it's not entirely uh, uncommon a concept. It is you know, based on the Prisoner's Dilemma. Hmm. Split or Steel is a game where, uh, yeah, you basically... Uh, you matched up with another person. You're both given an option, split or steal. Uh, if both of you split, you both get the money. If one of you steals, then that person gets... Uh, you, sorry, if one of, if you both split, then you get half the money each. If one of you steals, then uh, you get... All, the person who steals get all gets all of the money, and the person who didn't gets nothing. Yeah. And if both of you steal, nobody gets anything. And... Yeah, uh, that's pretty much the whole game. There's a bit of a, there's actually a bit of an idle game in the background of this. Um, so once you make a little bit of money, you can then build out a headquarters and you can use that headquarters to sort of like generate money 
in the background while you're not playing and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, so you can use that money to buy more stuff. And so there's there's the game, and then there's a bit of an idle game in the background. But I guess, so I played it for a bit, um, but I found it a little bit one note, I guess. Um, like, you just, I don't know, you split a steel. It, it is what it says on the box. It's entertaining for a little bit, but... I don't really see the long-term yeah. interest in it. Yeah. I guess like there's, it, it's sort of, it's a, it feels like a mechanic in need of a game, you know? I guess that's why they've got the idle game in the background. But like when I have encountered this concept before, which I utterly adore, um, generally it it is tied to, uh, something a little bit more robust. You know, I'm thinking like Kane and Lynch 2's uh, multiplayer. Sure, yeah. Um, where, you know, at the end of the heist, uh, you could opt to kill your your teammates to steal all the money from them as well, yeah. right? And you'd get away with everything. Uh, and in this sense, Splitter Steel does a better job of actually giving you something to do with the money because Kane and Lynch 2 never really did. Uh, but in the other, in, in another sense, the mere act of talking to a person for two minutes, uh, and then um, deciding whether or not to split a steel, and you type talk. But I didn't voice communicate with anyone. I only typed. Um, yeah, the, it does. It just doesn't. I don't know. It it's not enough for me, right? Uh, in the, I went through and one entire, we got like to round 10. There's, you play for 10 rounds and that, that gets you the maximum amount of money. Uh, and yeah, I played through it. And by like rounds five, we people weren't even talking anymore. Uh, it was just literally just auto, automatically split. So I'd, I'd, I'd be writing out, oh, hi, I'm going to split. And then before I'd even finished typing and I don't type slowly, they'd have already split, uh, like they'd already locked in their move and you can't see what their move is until, you know, it's decided. Uh, but yeah, they'd have locked it in and then bang, I'd be like, okay, well, I, I guess I'll split and I hit split and that's what it is. And yeah. So by round eight, I was just doing the same thing. I just auto split. And it seems like, that's how it would play out ultimately. Like if the only goal at the end is to acquire the most amount of money, then I would say the most efficient way to do that yeah. is for everyone to auto split as fast. There's no need to discuss it. There's no need to talk through it. It is simply a case of let's go. Yeah. We got, we got places to be. Uh, hot, hot dog stands to build. And uh, yeah, that's that's very quickly what it turned into in my experience. And I guess the, you know, the thing is I'm coming into it at what version 1.7. Mm-hmm. So it's been out for a while. I don't know when it was first released, but um, yeah, it's been out for a while. And so there's a chance that I'm coming in too late. Release date, 1st of February, 20. Okay, well, never mind. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm coming in that late. Uh, but yeah, like 
I don't know. Uh, it's like, I'm not, it's, it just seems like there's a meta and I, now that like, because I understand the meta, there just doesn't seem like there's that much to do. So I sort of just, I didn't sour on it. I just sort of, there's not much reason to play it. Uh, the, the idle game in the background doesn't really add that much to it either. Like you're gaining money to gain more money to gain more money, uh, which I guess is the idle, always the the case in the idle games. But uh, there's, it doesn't look like there's, you know, I, I think, you know, I'm playing Andy Matter Dimensions because I want to see where it goes next. You know, like every time I think I've, gotten to the end hmm. you know i've reached infinity any matter um it grows it changes in some way and it and it warps out and the, like the part of the game i'm up to now is dramatically different yeah from the part of the game that i was at where you're up to or where you'll go next uh like that's doesn't appear to be the case in split of steel it's a simplistic idle game that simply earns you currency mm. in-game currencies so you can buy cos- cosmetics so yeah it doesn't really fulfill that uh need either i suppose i i just need a, an actual game like if all i can think about is if plunder right in warzone uh sorry call of duty plunder like at the end uh it put you in in a gulag Right, the winning team got dumped in a gulag fight and whoever won it like won the whole thing or you could opt to just let the time run out and everyone gets their money. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting uh, like use Social of experience. this concept. Exactly, <laughs> right? Like, it'd be the exact same as Split or Steel, but it would be uh, like with the active game portion that I think I require for it to be interesting enough and to not simply devolve into because you know like in in that right there's there's actual the risk reward in split of steel is is pretty simplistic the risk is obviously that the other person will steal but all they will get is double the money and they also get negative karma Mm. and negative karma shows up for other players so uh, they can see and is yeah uh, by round eight, I think it anonymizes, so you can't see the karma situation, but you can sort of tell, uh, like based on what what they're wearing and stuff. Um, well, not really what they're wearing. It's just more, you know, if they've got like lots and lots of shiny shit, uh, it can be. It feels a little like risky. Um, but like earlier on, it doesn't matter. Like you can tell. So yeah, like, and and you only earn double. So the, but the the karma, the negative karma you get is significantly more. So the positive karma you get for splitting is about a tenth of the negative karma you get for stealing. So if you were to steal right at the end, you would get such a huge hit of negative karma that it would be it would take you forever to fucking undo that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, your most efficient way to play is to just split at all times as fast as possible. Split, split, split. Meanwhile, if it were, you know, if plunder finished in the gulag, the risk, right. 
would be that you know maybe the other person doesn't know or maybe the other person uh just wants the money you don't always win at, at plunder it, winning at plunder is pretty tricky uh and you know it uh it takes a while and so yeah there's there's quite a lot at stake the stakes are pretty high the stakes just aren't high enough in splitter steel for it to the, the risk reward to really play out the reward for splitting as fast as possible is greater than than the risk of anyone stealing mm-hmm. at any point in time yeah uh so i've kind of stopped playing it it's a it's a very interesting game it's just yeah sort of one note yeah yeah fair enough um all right moving on we uh let's go with the division two warlords of new york um so i've been playing the division two for quite a while now um with my wife we've been running through and doing the original original game um and we managed to get to the end of uh the main campaign and have now moved on to uh the first expansion for the game which dropped uh quite recently within the last couple of weeks um and warlords of new york puts you back in new york so the the scene of uh the division the original game uh it's not the same area it's the lower portion of manhattan so i think it's sort of towards the financial district around there um and right. uh yeah it's really good it's it it kind of look like it you immediately notice the difference between the environments of washington dc and what you kind of expect new york to be um and they've done a really good job of i guess learning about environmental design in two and and sort of bringing that back into what new york is um and what i mean by that is like um adding a lot more verticality and stuff like that to the environment uh the, the division one felt like you could kind of run down any street and it sort of looked the same um like one street to another but you'll get into a street here and there's a scaffolding put up and there's a giant crack in the middle of the road that is um sort of pushed the ground apart and there's pipes sort of laid out in between the roads um and it's not it's not like a flat area anymore there's things around it that are sort of making it be a bit more curvy i guess um and so that's one of the first things I noticed about the like the level design is that they seem to have taken um, that idea that they did in Washington, which was make it a bit more a bit more open. Um, you've got these areas where it's sort of going up and down all the time. It's just like flat ground everywhere you go, uh, which is really cool. So I appreciate that they've um, really you know even though you're going back to somewhere you've well sort of an area you've already been to before they've really uh elevated the look of it and how it how it feels uh, which is really cool um and so i guess the basic premise of this one is that you're going after the first rogue agent of um the division who was an antagonist of the first division uh and he has a bunch of sort of like lieutenants that have taken over certain areas of the city and it's pretty open uh open in terms of where you can go 
uh, in these four new areas they've got in New York. Um, so you can kind of pick where which lieutenant you want to go go after, and it sets off like a series of missions, and it's like a um, I don't know, like a scavenger hunt thing where you're learning about them, and it's sort of feeding you into a certain area that you have to go and complete a mission. And then it'll be like, all right, now you've got to go. You've found the clue. Now you've got to go to this part and solve this next part. Um, so it's definitely a lot different to the sort of the gameplay mechanics that are in the actual Division 2 game. It's sort of a bit more like detective work or going into areas and sort of searching a specific location, completing a task, and then moving on to the next bit. Um, there's definitely still like uh, set main missions that you're going and doing, but it's... Uh, it's a, like a different type of vibe to it. Um, on top of that, they've still got a lot of the side missions that are there, like your uh, pro- propaganda towers, control points, that sort of stuff. It feels a lot more um, like contained or squished. It doesn't feel like it's as, it's as open as what Washington was with that sort of stuff. Like it was sort of out in sporadic pieces like these things you can go out and do but this feels like every time you turn a corner there's like a side mission happening i don't know if that's a good thing it just feels like there's a lot going on in such a small area um like a packed area like they maybe they could have made the game world a bit bigger um or at least lessen some of those control points like because we finished one particular zone and uh and then we're like let's just clear the rest of it it felt like like we only explored half of it at this stage so then we started walking around did a bunch of the control points um you know propaganda towers all that sort of stuff and eventually i guess liberated them all or whatever you do and then uh yeah we basically had the option to go and choose the next story mission um but i don't know if we weren't supposed to do that maybe it'll come back to later on like uh, some more end game stuff that kind of happens or it'll send us back down that area later on for another mission. We just kind of felt like, oh, we haven't explored this bit. Might as well go check it out and see what's going on. Um, but for the most part, like it seems pretty cool. You, you kind of dump in your character from the Division 2, depending on where you're at. Um, during the Division 2, once you got to end game, you started having these world tier uh, levels and that basically meant that it would reset the world. It'd make everybody um, a lot tougher. They threw in different types of enemies at you. Uh, a new faction sort of came in and takes over the uh, landscape. So you start seeing things like um, robots sort of scouring the area or, or guys with like really heavy armor on them. Um, and you can go replay the original missions and it would actually change up the way you could play those missions as well like it'd throw enemy different enemy types at you you'd have different encounters during those enemies during those um missions like uh it wouldn't be the same there'd be a different like it's not like you can kind of memorize and be like oh i did this one last time i kind of know what i'm in for it's like no they throw the different enemies at you um they come at you at different times or like there won't be a fight in the original mission in this specific spot but then you get to this next level and there's you know a bunch of guys in this location now that previously weren't there um and so once you uh finished a bunch of those levels you go do your um uh what were they called can't remember at the end of them uh they're kind of like like the layers that each faction sort of had uh, you go clear them out 
And then once you did a couple of those, you could then elevate the world tier. And there was a bunch of different world tiers you can get through. And so you could take that character, put them into the Warlords of New York expansion, and that would um, let you go through it. Uh, if you didn't have a character that you can um, transfer across to Warlords, you can do like a character boost as well. Um, so if you haven't played the game in a while or you never ended up finishing um, the Division 2, you can just go to this specific part of the map that you need to go to. It'll boost your character. It'll give you the weapons that you... Uh, like a basic set of weapons that you can use to take across with you and uh, you'll be ready to go. So it's, uh, you know, it's pretty seamless in terms of what you can, you know, if you want to just jump in and check it out, then it's pretty easy to go do that. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I like I'm still digging that game a lot. Uh, my wife really likes it. Um, she's quite glad we were playing this as opposed to uh, a different type of MMR, um, like WoW or something like that, or Star Wars, because that was on the list. But yeah, she's really liking this a lot um, and having a lot of fun Why with it. Why is that? She wanted, I don't know. Just, Why is she preferring this to to like a different MMR? Um, she just didn't really want to play a fantasy MMR or something oh, like okay. that. And she wanted right. to play a shooter. And these were, I was like, we can try a division. It's sort of like a mix between MMO and it's shooter that you kind of want and yeah she's hooked she really likes it um yeah and they they these they've been updating this game a lot like there's a there's a bunch of different changes in there there's a couple of different specialization weapons that you can get now i don't remember if you got to the end game of division two no once you get there they give you a bunch of uh weapons that you can unlock so it's kind of like your two abilities your q and a um or oh yeah no i I got I unlocked the sniper rifle right. and the beta. They, yeah, they so there was a sniper rifle, there was a crossbow and a grenade launcher. Um, now there's three other ones. There's like a rocket launcher, <laughs> some sort of rocket launcher. Um, there's a flamethrower and I think some type of machine gun, like a chain gun or something like that. Um, but each one of these also has like a skill tree or a tier that you can kind of get points and unlock even more um, specialization options for your character. So yeah, there's a ton of stuff there. They're doing um, like weekly bounties and there's different types of game modes in there that I haven't even touched yet. But there's, yeah, it seems like they've done a really good job of doing this, like a this service for this game. Like they've they've kind of rolled out a bunch of free updates for a year. And this is the first um, paid expansion. There's like 20... $25 or something like that you can jump in and play it for um, if you want to check it out but otherwise like you can still play the original content and and do all that sort of stuff all the multiplayer modes that are in there your death matches and that sort of thing um, so yeah it's I feel like it's been well worth uh, my money at this stage for that game uh, I really like it I'm interested to sort of see where they go next because it's obviously a super popular game for them um, it's done really well I just uh I'm just curious like do they do they stay in New York or do they go somewhere else? Sorry, do they stay in the US or they go somewhere else? Um I don't think they can do like England or Britain or anything like that cuz that's kind of being done with watchdogs, right? And so where where do you go from here? Is it somewhere in Europe or um Singapore or something, right? So yeah, some sort of Asian country. Um, there's always been talk about like Assassin's Creed going to like Japan or somewhere like that, mm. and so oh, this 
division in in Tokyo would be pretty fucking wild. Yeah. Um, I just uh I wonder I wonder what you know coronavirus does to their mm. to the division how that impacts the division because you know by the time we're through to the other side of this shit yeah I think the world is going to have a different view on a game where a virus <laughs> the dollar flu. a fuck ton of people <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. Like, I just, I don't know if if it's gonna be the sort of subject, I, like, that I can just sort of have yeah. a game about for for a little while. Well, that's the interesting thing, right? Is that we started playing this um, a couple months back. We've sort of been playing every weekend for a couple hours, and, and sort of getting into this stage where we're at it at the moment, and uh like going through um, like audio logs or echoes and like hearing people talking about this sort of stuff that is like happening right now is really weird. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like if you haven't checked it out yet and you liked the division two, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting uh, way to experience, like go back and check it out. Um, I, I know that my wife wants to jump in and check out some PVP in the, the dark zone. Cause we haven't done any of that. They, they sort of change the way that you're introduced to that at this stage. Um, right. Like, there used to be a mission involved that you can go and do, and it'd be like, hey, this is how you do the PvP stuff. But I don't think that's in there now, or they've changed it the way it sort of introduces you to that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. We might go check that out at some stage. But otherwise, we're pretty content with just playing through the, the single-player stuff. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So... That's my division too. It's uh, it's really good. I'm digging it. Cool. What else we got here? Cool. Call of Duty. I don't know. Call of Duty. Warzone. Yeah, <laughs> exclusively Warzone. I'm not playing anything else. I'm not playing the fucking other modes in in Call of Duty. I don't care. I'm never doing it. I get very tempted when I see videos like uh, I don't know if you saw on our in our Discord channel. Right. But uh, Grace Grill shared a video of Jack Jack Frag's video, where he's got these two revolvers with fucking that fire shotgun shells, and they're fucking disgusting. Mm. Uh, that's some revolting shit. But um, so I get tempted to just you know queue up some fucking twenty four seven rust, and just grind grind out some levels on the fucking revolvers, so sure. I can have my shield and those two guns. Because that seems like the trolliest horse shit of all time, but I'm still never doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't like the fucking regular multiplayer in that game. Uh, so yeah, Warzone exclusively. Uh, Did we talk about last week the the cheaters that we ran into that we got shot through uh, a wall? No, that hadn't happened yet. Hadn't happened that yet. That hadn't happened yet. Right. No, but uh, yeah, that did did happen since the last time. <laughs> Uh, so that was, no, it can't have been then. 20th? That's not it. That's not it. Hang on, I'm just trying to find. It was fucking magical though, Ham. I don't know. I don't think I saved it, but. I did. It'll be on. The 18th it happened. So it hadn't happened yet. And, uh, yeah, so we were playing, uh, Saturday morning, I think it was, must've been. Right. And, uh, it was because we were wondering yeah. why nobody else was fucking up at that stage. 
Yeah, it was weird. Because we played like six um, hours of Warzone. It was like, where is everyone? We fucking played forever and nobody fucking joined in. It was pretty odd. Uh, but yeah, we were doing Shieldy Boys and uh, yeah, we were queuing into trios, which wasn't popping in Australia. Uh, so we got queued into Southeast Asia and yeah, just rolling around being shieldy boys doing our uh shieldy boy thing uh i don't know if we, we've have we explained the shield boy thing maybe you get shields right if you look if you i, I went back on twitter eh? i went back on twitter and i had a squiz and uh the day after call of duty modern warfare Warzone came out i tweeted how are you going to still how are you going to leave riot shields in Warzone? infinity ward that's ridiculous the day after i called that this shit would, was going to be fucking ridiculous i was a bit you know nobody believed me i got conned into doing other things conned into going for rocket launches and all this kind of stuff i was first right i was first on the scene rocking shields uh because they were fucking disgusting i'm certain i talked about it mm. in our first week uh, the first week we spoke about the game on the podcast, uh, I talked about how gross they were. But anyway, I'm back on it. Uh, somebody made a video or something. Some YouTuber made a video, and you know, two months after I said it, and now everyone's like, "Oh, shields! Oh, let's do shields!" Uh, whatever, it's fine. I'm not bitter about it. Uh, but now that everyone's on the shield meta, I'm back on shield meta. I love being a shield boy. And, uh, yeah, so we got EOD, we've got, uh, so our perks, EOD, we go, what's the second one, is the restock, uh, where you auto-get your utilities back. Yeah, it's like a and countdown on it, like a, I don't know how long it is, but you, you kind of throw utilities out it's, and then it's not eventually that comes back. <laughs> yeah. It is not that long. It's maybe 15, 20 seconds. I don't know. It's short enough that you can... You can chuck out a lot of fucking stuff. Mm. Um, and the third perk is uh, quick switching weapons. Uh, and so basically, you just I just call I call that in. Um, Nate and Tom had this uh, had this system going where they were like, I guess they. would buy a, a, call, a drop and then they'd go get the random drop and the the first buy would have overkill so they could have their favorite gun and a shield and hmm. then the second buy would have um would swap out overkill for just a pistol or whatever uh and add in restock so they could have their favorite gun plus uh, shields plus restock, you know, so mm -hmm. effectively you get all the benefits of the overkill. But it's $20,000, and all I do is I just go straight for the fucking the default. I just go straight for the restock one. I use whatever fucking gun I've got at hand. And if I don't have a good gun at hand, I've got a pistol that I don't hate. So I'll just fucking use that until I find an SMG. Uh, and yeah. So we've been shielding it up. Uh, it's very simple. You roll around with the shield out. Uh, when you're running somewhere, you put it on your back so you can't be shot from behind. When you think you're going into enemy territory or where people might be, you whip it out in front of you and you just sort of fucking stare at them. 
and they'll shoot into the shield and then realize they're not doing any damage and uh they'll just sort of look at you um it's pretty funny yes uh last week when hang on can you hear right now could you hear the plane i can't no Fucking amazing. But we'll see. We'll see what happens when the audacity recording we, we, kicks we in. We will. We will. Yeah. But still, it didn't look it didn't look like it was spiking on audacity, so that's that's been nice. Anyway. Um Yeah, you got your shield, people can't shoot through it. It just blocks incoming damage. You got EOD so that it takes two um two very good fucking C4s to actually down you and a slight miss if you can get the you can get the shield hmm. between yourself and the fucking blast uh it takes three fucking C4s to kill you which is ridiculous yeah. rockets it takes two plus rockets uh to down you uh cuz they've nerfed the splash on rockets a little bit um yeah just basically shields are ridiculous and uh, they're ripping people up. We were playing, we were on a Southeast Asian server in trios, rolling around, doing whatever we could, getting into fights. And then, uh, yeah. We noticed in the chat, we were- someone was saying like, that guy's cheating or something like that. Like there's a lot of people saying someone's yeah. cheating. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, fuck you, hacker, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, we're, we're, in, a, we're in this fire station uh, at airport just sort of waiting shit out. Because not uh, many people left at this stage. There's not... Yeah, yeah. The circle's pretty small and, yeah, we're waiting to see where, where things go. And, um, yeah, Luke's got his fucking... I've got it on video. Luke's got his back to a wall, his shield in front of him, and bang, he gets shot through the wall uh, <laughs> by someone who could not possibly have seen it. Yeah. Because uh, the you saw the shot and it was more than fifty meters away, so the heartbeat, I mean, spectacular shot if it was a heartbeat anyway. Uh, to know that he was upstairs and uh, where he was, but that wasn't it because he was beyond the heartbeat range. Yeah, and also like uh, the hit ind- indicator comes up and shows you, and I like turn and the indicator is like out the wall, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> I yeah. just got shot through the wall. <laughs> Yeah, even the like the impact, you know, like that came up for me as well. So like the the sound mm. was directly outside of the wall. So yeah, Luke's like, oh, I just got shot through the wall, and I'm like, oh, good, good. Well, there is someone talking about a hacker. Uh, so maybe we should be careful. And yeah, to like our good fortune, the circle kept. We basically got blessed by the circle. The circle kept closing in and in on on our fire station, and uh, we we were just getting luckier and luckier. Uh, we were sort of upstairs in one of those fire stations, so there's the the two holes that you, people can throw stuff up through those holes. Um, you can climb up the tower and jump down and go down through the ladder, but uh, because they're hackers and because hackers are fucking morons, they chose to keep trying to come up the fucking stairs. It just wasn't working for them because we just sat there with the shields out, waiting for them to come to the like come up, and they'd walk up, they'd have a bit of a punt, and they'd go back down. I'd well, we'd flash the fuck out of them, uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe throw a C four or two, uh, little like I'm sure because they're fucking idiots. They had no idea. They were like, oh well, they can't. They're probably out of flashes and C fours by now. Surprise, motherfuckers! We got restock. We got more flashes. We got more C fours. 
come on back up. And they tried it again, tried it again. And eventually, we actually fucking managed to down them. Uh, they just, I, I guess, they just figured that their hacks would, would see them through. Yeah. Uh, but they both locked onto you at the same time. And then, so I, uh, I dropped a stun on them uh, and they tried to burn you down. I got them too because we had a good split right we had a good crossfire on these stairs and uh yeah i, I fucking ripped them up from my direction mm. uh down both of them i got down by a f- flame like a molotov or something I'm, i still can't work out how i went down exactly right um but yeah i got i burned uh and then they got killed uh the chat lit up people were fucking watching like heaps of people were watching because they, they, they're like don't talk yeah. to you about how shields are the counters <laughs> yeah so they were like people were fucking popping off they were fucking we were heroes <laughs> we were fucking heroes and then we got killed uh we got second place in that game but we killed the hackers and then if you go and look at the stats on the stats page uh the team that killed us probably had a hacker as well yeah <laughs> Uh, as far as I could tell, based on the damage uh, and kills numbers. Well, the headshot damage uh, kind of gives it away, right? 24 yeah, headshots exactly. out of 27 kills. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah. It, it yeah. was a stage where we knew there was two hackers because I was I kept strafing in front of the window with my shield up. And yep. every time I did that, I'd immediately get shot at. But they couldn't do anything because I had a shield up. And so they would just automatically um, just shoot. And... The moment that I knew there was a second one is because I started doing it more. And the moment I'd pop out, I'd start getting sprayed as well by someone with a machine gun. And so there's a guy with a sniper rifle doing yeah. it. And the machine gun, oh, cool, there's two of them there. That's fun. Um, mm. Yeah, and then you mentioned after that game, like, oh, <laughs> there was a there was a third cheater in that game. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. A lot of hackers. Yeah. Um but yeah, it looks like they're taking it extremely seriously. Uh, they released some details about what they're doing about hackers. Um, basically, what we said clearly. Hey, Infinity Ward, I'm glad you listened to our podcast. Um, I do. I still think you need to raise the loadout price a little bit more. Uh, put it on an individual basis. Uh, I, honest to God, I think six thousand dollars for a loadout drop if it is single use only. I think that's good. So you should do that. Uh, just acknowledging that you definitely listen to the podcast because mm. uh, everything you, you're doing appears to be things we said you should do on the podcast. Uh, I'm trying try not to read into it. Um, <laughs> no, what they're doing is uh, they're they're going to auto-match. They're doing the Grand Theft Auto thing where hackers will be put in with hackers um, so that we match together. Uh, so, yeah, all hackers will play against one another um they're going to tell you in game when uh when a cheater has been banned now mm-hmm. uh, a cheater you've reported has been banned uh there it's coming soon it hasn't happened yet but coming soon reporter player to kill cam and spectate uh is coming so they're improving that uh and obviously additional dedicated security updates uh and yeah uh it'll be interesting to see how how that impacts the game um yeah uh, i know jb was uh, talking about 
No, it was Baz. My bad. I don't, I don't know. It was very confusing. There was a big, big chat about hacking in our uh, in our Discord, like Call of Duty thing, because I think it impacted a lot of people over the last the course of the last week. Uh, it definitely impacted us significantly. Um, after that game, where like I, I just started like we tried to queue one more into trios, uh, and it was going to take us into SEA again. So we just started. I just started queuing into us with you mm-hmm. we made you the party lead and we queued that way we didn't see a hacker while we we're playing on us servers uh yeah i haven't I seen one since nobody. i think that was the last time yeah like a blatant uh but sea is always pretty bad for it um but yeah um yeah baz was talking about you know if there is skill-based matchmaking i mean that's that's i think that's why we see as many hacks as we do because skill-based matchmaking puts us in games with better players yeah right that's that's what's happening if you're bad at the game you're not going to see a lot of fucking hackers um but the better you are the more hackers you're going to see because that's how skill-based matchmaking works and if skill-based matchmaking works the way it does in call of duty multiplayer basic multiplayer uh which is that it's based off your last five matches um then you're like you can deliberately smurf your way out of range of uh of hackers or you can accidentally smurf your way out of uh the range of hackers by playing with gray squirrel who's the worst teammate in recorded history and who will let you die and uh and if i'm dead um then we're not going to win the game so yeah, um, so that's a different way you, you can go about it. Just play five games with Great Squirrel in your squad and uh, you'll basically be smurfed down low enough that you don't have to worry about hackers, which is pretty nice. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of transparency that's missing on the concept of skill-based matchmaking. As far as I could tell, Call of Duty, uh, sorry, Infinity War is still claiming that there isn't skill-based matchmaking despite the... Um, I guess the it's not obvious, but the very uh, clear clues that it's occurring. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they st- I believe they're still claiming that it's not happening, which means it's very difficult to confirm exactly how it works. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, like I'm still having fun with Warzone. I'm tilting. And then uh, bringing it back by just playing like meme games. Yeah, just we're doing a lot of shit. running around, doing objectives, like keeping busy doing yeah. objectives as opposed to getting in the circle and being like, all right, we just what we do now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a fucking, a great kill. Uh, I was playing with Nate. We were, play- were two player in trios. And uh, I I died really late. We kind of got circle fucked, and uh, and then just got fucking jumped on. But uh, I I landed basically. So Nate was like picking out what what I could do. I could either land on this loadout drop. Uh, you could see you could see there was a gunfight happening over the top of this fucking loadout drop. So I basically have to like nearly pancake just mm. to try and get to the fucking thing 
or the alternative was uh, he marked a truck on the other side of the fucking map and so uh, I could go to the truck and those were my awesome options and I, so I, I went to the truck instead because I figure I, I can get the truck and just sort of try and run over cunts get there and there's a dude standing next to it like just literally just standing next to it and so I land behind him and I execute him obviously stab him in the side of the neck steal the truck and like two other people come running over the hill and Nate's like oh my god that guy was supposed to be guarding the truck for them that guy and they just got <laughs> they have to kill you well, he, he, he's gonna be pissed and I ran out, ran over one of them, but uh, they managed to, after a lot of shooting, they managed to destroy the truck. Uh, and when I got out, it put me on the fucking, the wrong side. Like, I didn't get out, get out. Because if I'd been able to choose when I got out, I just sort of got booted out. Mm. But um, when I, yeah, got booted out. If I'd been able to choose, I would have switched seats or something to not get out of the but I got out on the side where I was getting shot from and minced. Uh, but it was very close and it would have been hyper entertaining if I'd managed to wipe that squad the way uh, that one had run down. But yeah, just doing like dumb shit like that, landing back on on your body yeah, and uh, and executing people. Uh, we, got a, we got a win with an execute yesterday. Uh, well, I got a win with an execute yesterday and all it... All it cost me was uh, Luke's life uh, in the game, <laughs> but uh, I was okay with it. I was, it was a price I was glad to pay. We had a um, we had a couple of rounds yeah. where there was that one that we ended up in that small town, and you were in a truck and just doing laps around the town while two teams were fighting <laughs> each other, and, and and me and Nate were trying to get in on an angle to get them. Um, yeah, and then I think you ended up picking Nate up, rolling in, and then yeah. just jumping out. <laughs> Just fucking all leaping out of this fucking and then bum rushing this dude who was clearly not prepared. Yeah, I think he thought I was going to do another fucking lap, but we just fucking straight in. But but what happened was you've done that, and I was still making my way into the like little town. So I've jumped through a window, and I'm sort of sitting downstairs this building because I know there's someone above me. And so you're murdering this guy in this other house. He dies. And his teammate jumps out the window to go and help. And so I start killing oh, him while he's running, oh. running across the road. Golden. Oh. So we finish that fight. Both these teams are dead. And like immediately I'm hearing gunshots and you can see them popping up on the map. And two other teams have rolled into town and they're fighting on the hill just outside of the house I'm at. Uh, and then so you moved across yep. the house next to me. Uh, or was that Nate? No, that was Nate. Nate, Nate moved yeah. across. Yep. Um, I stayed. Yeah, and it just became yeah. like another fucking five minutes worth of fighting these teams. Like, we were there because there was like a buy... A buy station. Spot. Like, the, yeah, there was like there was a team there. They just called someone in. We're like, oh, well, we can kill them and steal their money, right? That'll work. And then uh, that'll be fine. And so we did. But we were supposed to like kill them, get their money and get the fuck out. But we wound up like being there for so long that the circle was literally coming in on us. Mm. Uh, did did Nate die? Nate went down because there was that one die? dude still hiding in the yellow house, and he was waiting for us to yeah. use the um, buy station. Yeah, but we we got him. Yeah, 
golden. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty good. And then we just got repeatedly circle fucked on that one. Every single circle was the opposite side of the circle from us. Yeah, we were just and, running. Uh, it w- ended underneath a fucking bridge. <laughs> underneath um, the bridge. Yeah. But then the game uh, gifted us our second chance under the bridge. <laughs> a second under the bridge chance. Yeah. yeah so that game. What did we, did we? Where did we start? Prison? Did we start prison in that game? Um, I don't think so. I think so. I think so. Didn't we yeah, go we to dam? Prison. I think we started a dam and we worked our way all the way around. Because you, you, no, I'm talk, talking about the the win, the victory. Oh, the win might have been prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, no, your your yeah, the one you were talking about was definitely a, a dam drop. Yeah, was it a dam drop or were like we fucking about in a helicopter? Yeah, we went to um, TV station, picked up the TV, the helicopter, then went. Damn, yeah. there, was an, there was another two teams yep. there. You were just doing laps in the truck on the ice yep. or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, oh my god, that was yeah. Doing loops, loops and loops because we were were we late? I don't know what it, what the fuck it was. Like by the time we got to Dam, like the fire station and stuff had already been looted. Mm. And we're like, oh, all right, this is not the best start. And we're like, oh, we'll take the truck and go across the other fucking side. And, and I think they stole the our helicopter and, and then crashed it. The helicopter, no, no, they didn't steal it. They, the helicopter from below dam, oh. they took that and then started chasing me and they were fucking pounding into me and they crashed it into the fucking hill, which was great because I didn't have any guns. Yeah. I think I, I had like a fucking revolver and the starting pistol and I managed to get geared up off them. But I still wasn't like I didn't have any armor because they shredded my armor and the, yeah yeah so yeah I'm like oh I'll just stay in the truck and then yeah I looped around that fucking but no the the wind we started at prison we grabbed that chopper and that fucking dude we got a bounty in prison back on the escalator. dude <laughs> fucking hell he was on the escalator he fucking he was a gulag respawn who literally just stayed like popped his parachute and then just sat at the fucking top of the fucking zone until we flew our chopper over and then he fucking parachute it was very fucking tricky i was very like it was a good it was a good move hmm. i was very grumpy though and uh so we went over to go fuck him because you know fuck him and um yeah like they were lighting up the fucking chopper uh you got shot out of it and uh, you created on impact. I jumped out when you got shot out. I jumped out because I didn't think we were high enough that you were going to crater on impact, but we absolutely were. Um, so I jumped out because I figured I'd go help you. Nate salvaged the fucking chopper, came and picked me back up again. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we then had to like make our way to the loadout drop. We got our shields. We worked our way through docks. We, fine we were like, yeah, we did not get like, good circle on that either we had another bounty down at docks that we were chasing but by the time we got down there we'd sort of run out of time uh yeah we didn't get good like the circle was shifting pretty far away from us most of that time as well mm. uh because it was prison wasn't well, on the edge was of the on- circle when we landed there i thought it was just no it was no the, it was far from the it was a long drop because nobody came with us, right? Um, um, somebody did show up and steal a helicopter. 
Was that that game? Stole the top. Yeah, that was the Gulag respawn. Stole the the top chopper, but we still had our bottom chopper. So yeah, um, yeah, we uh oh, and I missed that guy. Right, I missed the guy right at the start by flying into the fucking trees, which was. <laughs> A bit hairy, but uh, we got <laughs> yeah. away with it. So fuck yeah, it. he was shooting um, me that time. <laughs> gold. Well, it was the best he could do. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, so we we got into a couple of fights trying to make our way through docks, and then, like, suddenly out of nowhere, there were like was it six six teams left, and uh. Five other players, yeah. something like that. No, can't, that, yeah, I think there was six, a duo and, and a bunch of singles. Yeah, yeah, and we're like, oh my god, and we're like, all three of us are still up, and it's like, uh, is that game okay. to lose? Well, <laughs> it, it really was, and like me and Nate had our shields. We had restock. We found some dude in the fucking fuel station who just got fucking double stunned, and like. Did, didn't really have any options. He just didn't have any anything he could do really about us. Mm. Uh, he was in the fuel. You said you were like, "Oh, here's someone." They just opened a door. So I'm like, "Okay, cool." Fucking go on in with the fucking shield up. I do quiet door opens all the time. Peak now. doors, yeah. Uh, yeah, peak, and then you walk into it, and it opens a lot quieter than the slam. Um, yeah, wander in, and there he is putting plates in, and I've got my shield up. I'm like, <laughs> start bashing. Well, I just I chucked the stun. I did bash him a couple of times, and then, um, yeah, we moved through there. Uh, the other teams, did we kill them? I'm not sure. We, I'm yeah. not sure. I don't think I got, I didn't do a lot of fucking damage in that game. I mean, there was one dude that was trying to get into the circle, and we kind of kept him pinned behind a pole, like a light pole. Blapped him. I think he ended up dying to the circle. That's my biggest issue with the sort of uh, kill cam or the kill feed in the game. It's really hard to tell when people in the game are dying or like when your teammates have knocked people. It's just in a weird spot. You don't notice it. I yeah. just wish it'd be uh, like the the hard to be. I just display better information as what's going on with your team because so many times like I just don't know when people have getting knocked on my team or when people have been knocked by my teammates. It's just, I don't think it relays that stuff very well. Uh, yeah, no, there's, there's like, I'm in two minds about that. Cause I don't know if that information is something everyone should have necessarily or how wide spread that, like maybe there shouldn't be any kill feed at all, mm. you know, but yeah, like this middle ground that it's got isn't good, in my opinion. It should have it. Sh- it should be either a very good kill feed, which it isn't, in which case it should give you a lot of information, or there should be no kill feed at all. It shouldn't be this just a. It's just a bad kill feed type thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just maybe where it's at in the game. Like it's sort of in the middle on the left. I'm just not used yeah. to looking in that spot. It's in a weird area. Like generally, no, it, it gives inconsistent information as well. Mm. Do you hear that fight? No. I, no. This technology is amazing. 
Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, so yeah, still having fun with Warzone. I'm sure we'll keep talking about it. Uh, hopefully, they can sort out this cheating problem soon. Yep. Um, I'm sure they've, you know, they've they've said they've got ideas, but they're not going to talk about a lot of that stuff yet. There might be things we we do hear about, but for the most part, generally they keep that stuff to themselves. Um, and I, when yep. when does that roll out? That new update is it tomorrow or something? Or did they just say coming soon? Uh, I think so that was just starting this week. Like that, yeah, starting this week. All right, I don't know. Cool. I guess we'll see. Let's see what happens with that. Yep. Anyway. Yep. All right. Cool. Next up, we got Griftlands. Griftlands. Uh, Griftlands is a. <clears throat> Deck building roguelite, uh, which I guess you know we fucking love. Yeah. We love that shit. Um, so it's a de- deck building roguelite. Uh, it's available on the Epic Game Store. It's reasonably priced. It's quite well priced, if I recall correctly. Uh, so if I can go to the store page, go to the store page. Go, go, Epic. Twelve dollars and seventy four cents. Uh, it's from Cly, Cly Entertainment, the, the people behind Shank, it's, and it's okay. got that sort of that art style that I think I associate with Shank. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked Shank's art style and the co-op version of its gameplay. Um, it's yeah, basically, it takes the deck building roguelite concept where you're you start off and you're slowly building out this deck of cards and it wraps it in story-based RPG style stuff, which I think is a really interesting concept. Uh, so it builds out the story elements significantly. Uh, you're this, basically this bounty hunter, essentially, or merc. Um, you're in this town, you do odd jobs and the you know the they're the sorts of jobs that you expect from thugs um like you know go get this guy to pay his debt or go escort this guy uh to a market and make sure no monsters kill him or you know that kind of stuff you know bodyguard muscle type work uh and yeah it's it's a game about you know building your 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 deck out and uncovering the story and you know you, you got sold into slavery and you managed to buy your way out or earn your way out and um I I think you're supposed to get revenge on the person who sold you into slavery in the first place. Um, it's cool, right? Like, it's what what makes it different is the it really fleshes out the story you know like it really elaborates on that stuff and it even goes so far as to have you've got two decks so you've got one deck which is your combat deck and then you've got another deck which is your argument deck or your negotiation deck and so it actually plays it it turns dialogue into part of the game where you can actually like 
argue with people. And so the the one where you're supposed to go um, get a dude to pay some money, right? He owes some guy money. He needs to pay it. You can go and you can rough him up uh, using the combat deck or you can use your um, your negotiation deck and just convince him to to do it. And it's a very cool twist on the concept. Um, like it takes a different spin, a uh, different tack, because it it means you've got to concentrate on two different areas, right? Like instead of just flashing out the one deck, you got two. You need to sort of keep them balanced. You need to keep them like keep both of them in mind while you're you're doing things. Mm-hmm. It also gives you a couple of different options while you're playing. So, you know, you might have fuck all health, but you've got a lot of, uh, I can't remember, it's like concentration or something. You've got like, concentration is the, let's say your health, like your HP for negotiations is, is concentration. I don't think it's called concentration. I can't 100% correct. I don't remember. But um, yeah, so you might have 30 of that but only 10 health left. And maybe in in that case, instead of trying to fight, you just try to fucking negotiate your way out and and see if you can do it that way. And it's like, it's it's a very interesting take on, on the idea. I think as a deck building roguelite game, like when I think about those games, when I think about what kind of game that implies, mm. right? Obviously, I'm thinking Slay the Spire and more recently Monster Train, right? And I think in the sense that it is entering a realm similar to those two games, I think it's in a difficult position, right? Because it is much more story-driven. And I think story-driven... doesn't always mesh well with roguelites, right? Because I think there's a there's an element of speed, right? About roguelites. Mm-hmm. You want to get through a run so you can start the next run quickly. You know, like uh or or more ideally, I suppose, finish finish the current run with a victory, but like yeah, you don't want to be sitting there reading a lot of dialogue and learning a, a bunch of stuff that is peripheral to the actual uh, information that you need to... We talk about this all the time, right? The idea of a roguelite is that progression is in the player themselves a lot of the time. You know, it's pro- player progression or player knowledge progression is as important as actual progression. So... Um, when you're playing dead cells, you know, obviously you're earning more cells and the cells allow you to unlock certain mutations mm-hmm. or uh, upgrades from the blacksmith and blah, 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 right? And you don't want to die because you'll lose all your cells. You want to bank the cells, blah, 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 right? But the other thing you're gaining as you play, even if you die and lose all your cells, you also gain information so next time you'll know that you know the scorpion will always pop out of the ground and shoot a dart right every single fucking time that's what it does right or the bow dudes will not start their wind up until they've seen you which means that if you're close enough 
they will never fucking hit you. Um, that sort of thing, you know, like, or, you know, your three hit combo on the, on a certain weapon will always kill something out, right? That sort of information, that knowledge is vital to your growth as a player in a rogue light, roguelike, whatever the fuck, right? And then you carry that across to Slay the Spire and you know that if you play as the defect, um, the the way you want it, like you want to build out as much, um, as many orbs as you can or something like that, right? Like you know that and you're particularly weak uh, or your build, if it's got a lot of fucking lightning, mm-hmm. is particularly weak against uh, enemies with armor because you, you can't do a lot of damage very quickly and so you gotta wait wait that armor out that sort of thing or plate armor rather um taking a monster train right and you know that eventually you're going to come up against seraph and seraph is going to do something that's going to deep tick you over and uh the first time you encounter it 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 will almost definitely shaft you but the next time you'll know right and so when you see uh Seraph, the Seraph you're facing this time is going to negate your spells, right? You know that means that when you get there, all of your spells will be consumed. And so that means that you, along the way, you need to either build into your play Mm -hmm. the ability to negate consume or uh, take advantage of consume, you know, get relics that... um, use like every time you consume do 20 damage uh stuff like that or not get any fucking spells concentrate on things other than spells right you need to but you know that as a player right that's something you've learned that's that's your player progression is that you've grown as a player and learned that and the way that you learn that in or the way that i learn that uh, a lot of the time is is the quick uh the quick run, right? Uh, I will run through and slam my head into it until it fucking finally sticks. Uh, I feel like um, Grifflands doesn't really, I don't know, uh, play to that style of play necessarily. And that doesn't make it bad. It just makes it different. It makes it like an adjustment that I got to make, right? It's, it's, a mental adjustment that I need to make to play the game uh, the way it is. But I just wanted to, because, you know, um, when we spoke to Mark uh, about Monster Train, um, Monster Train yeah. he was saying, you know, he didn't want people to call it a deck building tower defense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't, you can't leave a description of Monster Train at deck building roguelite either because deck building roguelite has been essentially defined right uh slay the spire is the definitive in the literal sense definitive deck building roguelite now right which means that you can't just call something a deck building roguelite without them assuming it's very similar to slay the spire when monster train isn't very similar to Slay the Spire and Grifflands isn't very similar to Slay the Spire, right? It's they both 
very clearly share similarities, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of similarities, but they're very different in some pretty critical ways. I would say that Grifflands is more like Hand of Fate, right? Like Hand of Fate is that uh, that came by Defiant. Um, that was like a, a RPG, a, a card game RPG with uh, combat, mm-hmm. right? Grifflands doesn't have combat in the same sense, but it is far more RPG than it is rogue game because the RPG elements take that much more of a precedence. Sure. Uh, are that much more important. Uh, and it, like I said, it doesn't make it bad. Maybe it's more like uh, Hollow Knight and Dead Cells, right? Grifflands is sort of the Hollow Knight to Slay the Spire's Dead Cells in that Slay the Spire, you've, you know, there, there is definitely story, but it doesn't really fucking matter and you're in it for the very tight gameplay. Whereas Hollow Knight has tight gameplay, but you're sort of in it for the story in, in a lot of ways. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that's pretty fair. I don't know. I haven't played fuck tons of Grifflands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't actually finished a run yet because I th- that's the other thing, right? Like, I guess what I'm getting at is it takes a lot longer to finish a run. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I- I'm really enjoying it so far. I think it's really, really well priced. Uh, and, uh, I think it's definitely worth checking out. Um, because it's such an interesting, you know, the negotiation deck alone, I think, makes it such an interesting fucking twist on the game concept. Mm. Um, so yeah, check that one out. Uh, Grifflands. It's on Epic Game Store. I believe it's coming to Steam as well, but yeah. it's not on Steam yet. So you'll have to wait it out if you're waiting for Steam. It's only an alpha, or uh, I don't know, early access, I guess is what we call it elsewhere but yeah yeah nice try it out yeah i've been playing a bunch of monster train um last couple of days i got my first win my first completion run uh unlocked all the decks sorry all the cards in the deck that i was i was doing um cool yeah that game's uh it is send me a challenge very good yeah I'll, i'll have to have a look um i'll talk to you after it because there's stuff we can't talk about (laughs) but sure yeah, anyway. All right. Um, yep. Last one, Final Fantasy VII Remake is on here still. I finished it. Uh, so, yeah, I was pretty close to, to finishing it last week. Um, I only had a couple of fights left, it turned out. So wasn't too far off. Um, yeah, I still really like that game. I think it does some really interesting, interesting stuff. Uh, I guess if we want to go into spoilers, we could um because yes. i think our thoughts are gonna be i've very been waiting different. fucking weeks we're doing spoilers oh my fucking god <laughs> yeah uh spoilers for what 15 minutes really okay we'll reconvene in 15 minutes sure yeah if you want so skip ahead 15 minutes and we will try to uh, we'll try to update you in 15 minutes if, if we need to. So spoilers begin now for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Are you fucking nuts? You still like this game? You played all of that game, including the last nightmare <laughs> of, of, of three hours, hmm. the fucking train wreck of the last three hours, and you're still like, 
Yeah, I still like that game. It's a good game. The only bits you know I didn't fucking- like was the um towards the end. I don't like the motorbike stuff. I don't like keeps putting on a fucking motorbike every time. It's so dumb. The, the game plan. That's that. fucking most of the ending. Holy shit! Holy shit! I you know what? like I I I have realized to some extent that I have no idea how long the end of that game is because sometimes I think back about what happened in it. I'm like, I think the ending, I think the ending of that game must've been about four minutes long, right? Because what happens? Nonsense for four minutes, right? And then I think back at other times, I'm like, the end of that game, I think the last portion of that game after you finally re- like you you get your two parties back together, right? Hmm. After you know switching between them so that you can hit some fucking triangle buttons for forty fucking seconds over and over again. After doing that, which is obviously riveting gameplay, uh, yeah. Once you finish doing that, uh, and I would say after that portion is the end. Um, yeah, I think. I think it's about 40 hours long because when I think about what happened from that point on, it just, it's, it's like time stopped and I just spiral downwards going absolutely insane. Trying to work out why the fuck it just wouldn't fucking end. But, uh, and then, yeah. And then I switched back and I'm like, Oh, I think it's only about three hours long. And then, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think there's about actually two hours a game after that portion in question. That that's my my most genuine guess is two hours. From where? From uh, you saying after, after the Shinra fight in the the tower? Uh, that's when you reconvene. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's two hours from fighting Rufus Shinra. Shinra. Rufus, Rufus. Yeah, Rufus. Yeah, Rufus. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It felt um, pretty quick to me. Like you do the you do the motorbike, and then you fight the big boss, right? Uh, yeah. or two big bosses. What is it? Uh, yeah. So you've got Rufus, and then you've got yeah, two big bosses. So you got the motorbike right. and then you do the the giant fate thing that's like spawning all the little little minions. Yep. You fight them and then you do the Sephiroth fight. Yeah. Yeah, so three big fights. Then. I don't think it was three hours. It didn't take me three hours. <laughs> I said two hours. I don't think it took three me two hours. Three hours was my facetious run. Uh, you got to sit around while fucking Sephiroth yaps teleports you to fucking space like he's fucking Dr. Manhattan or some shit hmm. and then fucking yaps at you fucking 40 minutes oh I'll tell you what Cloud blah 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 blah. well this time I'm gonna change fate <laughs> you're like shut the fuck up cunt by this stage in the fucking real game I hadn't even fucking met you you were just something fucking Cloud fucking imagined sometimes <laughs> okay but now you won't shut the fuck up holy shit Okay, so you're like, well, that's all good with me. What a rich, enriching experience. You know what I really enjoyed was fighting that fucking, that fate monster hmm. for 40 fucking minutes uh, over and over again. 
because by the end of the game, actually even before then, I mean, sword sword centipede, right? The sword sword centipede robot, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing, it's like they just like, do you know what? We have to end this game the way we started it. The scorpion boss is what everyone fucking loved. You only do one damage per hit on this thing, and it's got 40,000 fucking hit points. That's what. That's it, right? That's it. Even on easy, that that fight, the sword centipede took fucking 800 hours, and I'm just like, why will this not I think end? you're exaggerating. And I can't... Su- I can't summon in my favorite fucking my I, I've equipped fucking Leviathan on my fucking idiot cloud dickwad, mm. and uh, I can't summon it. And the other two fucking morons in the party have fucking Fat Chocobo and Chocobo and Mo- Moogle. This seems right? like your problem. So my options are chickens or the one summon I actually wanted to use, and that bitch Aerith, right? That bitch Carol Baskin, uh, that bitch Aerith has fucking stolen the other good fucking summon materia yeah. and I can't fucking fight as her at the moment. Cool. I'm fucking stoked. Great stuff. And then fucking Sephiroth won't shut the fuck up. Uh, nobody will shut the fuck up. Everyone's yapping all the time. I don't know if it's just... It, it, this is the other thing, right? I couldn't tell by this point in the game if I was just annoyed as fuck at the game or if everything was getting worse, but I'm 90% sure everything was getting worse, right? The story got really fucking dumb. How, how is it cool with you <laughs> that you kill the whispers of fate mm-hmm. that are locking you in? Oh my God. The... Locking you into telling the story of Final Fantasy VII? This is fucking Bugs Bunny killing the fucking writer. Like, are you fucking joking? <laughs> yeah, I think it's an interesting concept. Can somebody come in and fucking erase this? Co- Fuck off, it's an interesting concept. It's so fucking played out. It is done over and over and over and over again. You, Holy you, you shit. were literally been complaining the last couple of weeks about how you didn't like it and that uh you couldn't understand why it was like retelling the same game but it turns out it's not retelling the same game this is not you, you, you i feel like you wanted a remaster but it's not a remaster it's a re, it's a what they're calling a remake it's a reimagining it's a remake it's not a fucking reimagining it is a reimagining Holy shit absolutely okay do you like lord of the rings I didn't read the book. I like the movies. <laughs> One of them. Like, did you read? What about <laughs> the Hobbit? Did you like the Hobbit? Ah, uh, no. I watched the first one, and that was it. You didn't read the Hobbit the no. book? No. Well, this is tricky. Uh, let's imagine. Oh, I feel like the Lord of the Rings is a really good one, right? Because, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings and the Lord of the Rings movies. They're good. Obviously, there are some fucking hyper nerds who are like, well, you know, you didn't really go into fucking blah blah so uh, I don't really think that it's a faithful representation of uh, Tolkien's masterpiece. Uh, and you're like, 
there's uh, literally 12 hours of film. So, uh, you know, even that is taking the piss. So they had to cut something somewhere. Maybe, you know, you should be happy with what you got. And then, then there's The Hobbit, which I think they boiled down to at one stage a 12-page comic book, right? And then... They built that out into three fucking... They they managed to squeeze that one into 12 hours of fucking uh, film, right? And you're like, hey, this one didn't need to be 12 hours long, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, the, you know, fighting on the river, don't think it needed to happen. Uh, 16 different dwarf songs, not sure I needed them. Uh, this, uh, this, this all sucks. I hate it. And yeah. Generally, everyone hates the fucking Hobbit films, right? The Hobbit films are a remake of the Hobbit book in the same sense that yours. Like, name another, name another fucking remake. Name another remake that was that was good in your opinion that uh, that fits what Final Fantasy VII remake does. That was good. I don't know. I haven't thought about this. Yeah, of course. But but you can look at. Um... Like let's, let's, Ghostbusters, right? The the new Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, right. The wildly well, the very well received Ghostbusters. It was well remake. received. I didn't tell fucking me. Like tell it. me more. Tell me more about how well how good the Ghostbusters remake is. Yeah. It's your, now your favorite thing. It's not my favorite. Thing. That's what I'm saying. Is that like that? That is a um like a reinterpretation of the source material, the material they've come up with, which is exactly what this is. It's not a remaster. They're trying. You're arguing that this is good. <laughs> I, yeah. Cause I liked it along with whatever the other percentage of people is liked it. 98% on open critic Four. Four percent. Oh, four percent. Sorry. My bad. It's a 94%. 98% or <laughs> what on open critic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so, how? What's the percentage for Half Life, Alex? Please and thank you. I don't know. I haven't played Half Life, Alex. Ninety something. What's the? Ah, uh, no. I know. I know. I've got a good one, Wait. Luke. I've got a good one here for you. Let's just let me just fucking Google some shit, okay? I, I here. I just googled yes. the definition of remake. It says to make something again or differently. Ah, I just did. I just googled Doom Open Critic. Ninety-two percent hmm. critics recommend. Um, right. So, uh, are they always correct, Luke? Sure. Are the critics always I, right? I'm not. Luke? I'm not saying I agree with them, but I'm saying that I still enjoyed this game. It's definitely got a lot of problems, but I'm not you brought it the, up. You're, you're the one the who introduced this fucking metric. You said it's you're the, worst the one game who introduced played. this metric. The open critic fucking percentages. <laughs> okay, don't bring up fucking percentages if you don't want to be fucking ripped up on percentages. Okay, they were wrong then. Let's I, check I, out I'm on. I'm on the. Uh, I'm on the. I just opened up the um, Final Fantasy whatever this is. Seven remake page that Square Enix played. You, you said last week or the week before you were tricked. All right, here it's here it says on their f- the front page literally says this a spectacular reimagining of one of the most visionary games ever. You go down further. Oh, sorry, what is this? Uh, you, what's this one? This is the I've clicked on the Final Fantasy page on the PlayStation account. Half-Life Alex. Critics recommend 97%. 97%. Uh, no. 
Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not as good as everyone's saying. Uh, and based on the fact that I'm always right, bang, 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 bang. Um, yeah. So winding back again, name a remake that you enjoy. I don't know. I have to. I have to go and think of it. Go. Think now. Think like right a, now. A Let me name some or... other remakes. Some some wildly successful remakes. Uh, the thing. Ah, yeah, that was that was well done. Uh, it, what it did was it took a perfect film hmm. and then it shit its fucking pants. Um, so that's good. That one, you know. It's, what about it's very, the Departed? Very well done. The Departed. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, that is a. <laughs> Different language, so oh, that's okay. Try then. again, that's chum. A, that's okay then. Well, oh, technically, well, this uh, was a different language as well because it's a Japanese game. It was Japanese in the first place, motherfucker. <laughs> so try again. Um, anything else? Anything else? Uh, the yeah. best you're gonna get is, I guess, you know, uh, the Hidden Fortress is Star Wars, but that is tenuous at best. Uh, but you could go other Kurosawa stuff like uh, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, mm. uh, or or you know stuff like that. That I think that's the best you could. Again, though, different language, a completely different language, and they're taking something from one language and taking it across to a different one. Did you say uh, the thing? I'm already? talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's one. Yeah. There's a remake. It's bad. I'm saying, tell me a good one. No, no, the the thing, the 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 original, not the original, the one that John Carpenter. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I'm saying, take talk about one, right? Yeah. Instead of picking shit from fucking the early days of cinema, where every single time they <laughs> remake it, of course it's better because technology has wildly outpaced what they are remaking. Right. Instead of that, right, use one mm. from, say, the 90s, right? We're in the era of remakes galore, right? Have they, have they Remakes galore. Um, use one where they've done it and, and they've done it well. Just any of them. Just just pick one. What about, what about like, uh, James Bond? Um, they've, that... Cause that like the count. Casino Royale stuff. That. That's, a, that's a reboot, remake? Casino Royale. There you go. Unbelievable. That is a reboot, obviously, <laughs> and it's pretty different. Um, I'm talking one where they pitch it as a remake. Where Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters was such a good example of when it failed, much like Final Fantasy VII Remake. But it, it hasn't failed. To go back to you, me you're like being the only one who doesn't like it because I think you're too attached to the original game. I've separated myself from my personal feelings for the original game and I am simply looking at it from a fucking from the perspective of someone who wanted a good game and what I got was two hours of boss fights that take way too long this is just the ending maybe you're just bad at boss Boss fights. fights Boss fights that take too long, right? And nonsense story that goes fucking nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. That's because it's the first All part. All it though. does 
It says it's the first part. Yeah. All it does is... When does it say it's the first part? I, I was just reading it. Uh, where is it here? On this, the, the page I'm on, the, Square Enix, the uh, Final Fantasy page again. The story is the first in a standalone game in the Final Fantasy... Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake project covers up to the party's escape from Midgar and goes deeper into the events occurring in Midgar than the original. This is on their website. This is on the back of the box. They probably fucking changed it. <laughs> they changed it around. You can't prove that they didn't, first of all. <laughs> uh, they also listened to the podcast and were like, fuck, get, get on it. Bang, 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 bang. Look, I, I think that it was largely sold as a fucking retelling of the original game. I do not understand how there is a fucking, like, how we are fucking now re, like, changing fucking history to try to claim that it, it wasn't sold as that. Most people were under the impression that what they were getting was a retelling of Final Fantasy VII with up, updated graphics and they sold the fucking remake concept oh yeah it's a remake right so we're just doing part one right i'm not arguing that i didn't know it was part one right mm. i understood that it was just the the midgar portion and i understood that what they were trying to do was flesh midgar out right i don't think they've done that well first of all right i don't think me running around and what, collecting flowers for some fucking doctor is fleshing out the concept of Midgar? It's, I'm still restricted to fucking three sectors, five, six, and seven. It's not like I get to go fucking explore, I presume, one through four. I, I assume those exist. Um, but it's not like we ever get to go there. We don't really spend that much time exploring the fucking, the plate, um, like, there's a lot of fucking Midgar that we never fucking explore, and we spend a lot of time instead running stupid fucking errands uh, that are designed specifically to, to waste time. Go find this chocobo. Go find this second chocobo. Oh, I need some flowers. This guy needs a key for a cemetery. Fucking time-wasting horseshit, right? So, first of all, I accept that it was always going to be a remake of Midgar, uh, I don't think they did it well. I don't think what they did was a satisfying storytelling experience. It was busy work. It is the equivalent of killing 10 boars in fucking World of Warcraft. And you do it over and over and over again. I do not understand how this is a, I don't know, good uh, gameplay sequence. But whatever. That's fine. We're never getting beyond Migar. It's okay. I was never going to go to the, the golden saucer and I had fucking, I'd come to terms with it. I was never going snowboarding, <laughs> never going to find Vincent, all these things. It was never going to happen. That's okay. But what they did was they fleshed out the stories in other, way, in other ways. They introduced Sephiroth all over the fucking place. Non-stop fucking Sephiroth. Holy shit. We're supposed to account for, spoiler warning, five minutes ago. Uh, yeah, we should have done that. Um, hey, the spoilers continue. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Sephiroth is all over the fucking place. Okay, nonstop fucking Sephiroth. Mm. He didn't show up. He wasn't. He he wasn't a presence in the fucking original. Right? 
So they're retelling that, I guess. Well, right? Maybe it's not but the no. same one. Maybe it's a different Sephiroth. You don't know. Oh, no. It is the same fucking Sephiroth. It's literally the same Sephiroth from the original game. He's teleported to a different fucking universe <laughs> to come change this universe because he couldn't win in that one. It's some fucking Earth 6 shit. Which also, fuck that shit. And the Whispers of Fate are trying, and you kill the Whispers of Fate so that now that you. So they literally have you kill Whispers of Fate so that you can then, so that they can get away with just doing whatever the fuck they want now, Mm -hmm. right? So the next game isn't going to be a remake. If they had known, like, just explain this, right? If it was such a, if it was always a plan to just go wildly off course with this game, why does it have remake in the fucking name? Why has it been pitched the entire time? as a faithful retelling of the Final Fantasy VII story. Because, like, wait here, let me get that definite definition back up. It said, to make something again or differently. Differently is the key word there. They've made it differently. Why is remake used in the title? Why not? Because it's, it's set in the same universe. They're retelling or reimagining the story. I think it's a better word than... Final Fantasy VII reimagined or whatever they want to call it. Why? Why? Why not just call it Final Fantasy? It, for the most VII part, it is Final Fantasy Final VII Fantasy up VII. until that point, except for the last couple of minutes where they spin the story and they're like, "All right, well, this is what you think you were getting. We've sort of been teasing all these bits in between that were sort of hinting towards it, but it's not really like it's it's now going to go off in a different direction." Right. So, I'm not getting Final Fantasy VII updated to modern the modern era. Well, you can get not, that's not what Final Fantasy VII remastered. What I'm getting instead is yeah, Final Fantasy VII, uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen with the Final Fantasy VII skin. Yeah, uh, and uh, and I had to pay for it three fucking times. Probably, yeah. Yeah, you can you can download a, a, uh, a emulator if you want to play it. Running it, what play the original Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, with like 1080p. Oh, one hundred percent. No, there's no question. <laughs> I can play the original Final Fantasy VII if I wanted. But what I'm saying is, I was sold on the concept of Final Fantasy VII being remade and what they have delivered instead, and made the player complicit in destroying themselves is the idea that what I will be getting is some fucking nonsense. And even if, right, even if I didn't feel tricked, and I still feel tricked, it doesn't matter, like, semantic fucking games about the meaning of the word remake, right, don't fucking count for shit, right? They don't fucking matter to me. If you told me that you were remaking Star Wars, if you... They did. A New Hope remake, remake right? <laughs> hey. If you told me they were doing a New Hope remake, right? And, like, if The Force Awakens was called a New Hope remake, I would expect Luke, Han, and fucking Leia to show up, and I would not expect fucking 
Darth Vader to win in, uh, to fucking murder Luke at the end of some shit, right? Or for Luke and Han and Leia and Chewie to all fucking murder the whispers of fate that were trapping right. them. And then <laughs> and then they'd be like, well, I guess the Empire, uh, Empire Strikes Back doesn't have to play out like that anymore. We can do whatever the fuck they want, right? That's basically it, right? It, it Semantic fucking games, like literally wordplay concepts, they don't fucking count for shit yeah. because that's not the impression that they were giving off in the lead up to the game. Like, fucking crossing your arms and going, well, remake means they could do whatever they want, doesn't f- change what I was sold on. That doesn't change but, what they were but trying I ju- I just to get across. I showed you, like, two different is- websites that said it wasn't, like, a remaster. I mean, I don't think it's their fault that you've taken it the wrong way. I- I've never seen anything that said it was a... That like the stuff that I'm looking at right now says that it's a reimagining, like that it's. How come they never fucking showed the the whispers of fate in the lead up? Did I don't know if they did. Did they or did they not? No, I didn't pay any I attention. Did, I never saw it. I never saw any fucking. And if they did, fate. I wouldn't know. How come they weren't showing that shit? How come what they showed was stuff that was extremely faithful to Final Fantasy VII? How come they never mentioned any of this shit? This is what I'm saying, right? How come they have done everything they can to dance around the fact that it is wildly different to Final Fantasy VII? Uh, I don't know. I I'm not. I don't have any is attachment to that game, so I don't know what would be different compared to the original to this one. Like looking at marketing material to me. Maybe they, they did. They, they're selling a game based on the the fucking promise of nostalgia, mm-hmm. and then they are. It's a bait and switch. It's a classic bait and switch. They specifically sold the game one way. Like, forgive me if I'm wrong. I never saw any evidence of Whispers of Fate. I cannot recall seeing Whispers of Fate in any of the fucking marketing material before the fucking game came out, right? And I had I went back and had a look, and I don't think I missed any. Here right? you go. I just, they sold it. I just found a video from 2019 talking about them. Like, people, people speculate. Oh, I don't know. I'm not looking at the video. I'm just searching Google. Like, it's the first page that came up, first one that came up. Send me a link. Mm. Where am I copying it to? Facebook. Yeah, I guess I paste it in here, right? Yes. I don't know that what that is. Sense. I'm just looking at the um, the, like tags. Yep. Fair enough. Watchmen of Fate. That's a different name, but whatever. Like I was saying. I may have missed it. But that doesn't matter. This could be the yeah. Like what they what I'm talking about is is a situation where, where they are they are trying to represent the game one way mm-hmm. and then establishing it in a different way. Like you said, you got no attachment. But if you like, you can't. Can you not fucking imagine if you did have an attachment to the Final Fantasy VII original game, right? 
What's a, what's what's something you're fucking attached to you more than fucking anything? Let's say they remade Predator. June. Like if right? they made remade that, I'd be very upset. If they remade June. If they remade Predator. Oh, let's go with June. Right? No. <laughs> Why not? Uh, they, because what the fuck? You, like, get the fuck out of here. Because they're they remaking it. They're remaking it. It could be the best film of this year, Joe. Well, like fucking, it's it's gonna have to like beat off ah oh, nothing. Um, they're remaking Predator, and all the old cast is back, and all of the ones who are still alive. Uh, and uh, they're pitching it as you know uh, a faithful reimagining of Predator, and it's gonna go you know exactly where Predator. It, like it's just it's telling it again, right? After you get over the, uh, well, like the Predator doesn't really need to be remade, right? Maybe we should pick something from your fucking childhood that you you absolutely adore that is a video game. Maybe the Predator example isn't great because this <laughs> film's dumb, dumb to remake. Uh, uh, although Ghostbusters feels like a pretty obvious one. What's your favorite? What was your favorite game growing up, Luke? Uh, let's go Counter Strike, eh? Why are you like? I'm this? not. It was. They made. Did they remake Counter Strike? I think they did. <laughs> They're remaking Soldier of Fortune two, and they pitch it as a full blown remake of Soldier of Fortune two. It is faithful. They've got all the old devs on. It's going to be fucking nailing it. All the fucking, uh, all of the promotional materials make it look exactly like soldier of fortune 2 you got your fucking bunny hopping you fucking jumping and all this kind of shit uh the, all the weapons look the same and then you get into the game and they're like oh no it's a point and click adventure like yeah when you click right it plays out like you you think it does right we we what we represented is definitely what you like you you think you saw right but uh, it's it's just it's not that kind of game anymore. We've changed it, mm-hmm. right? Like you would be fucking pissed, wouldn't you? Maybe. Yes. No. <laughs> right. And let's say that you played through the fucking Final Fantasy VII remake, expecting it to set up your ability to go into the rest of Final Fantasy VII, mm. uh, the Final Fantasy VII world, and you would get to then experience the portion of final fantasy 7 that people actually fucking like right and then they're like nah we're probably not only is that not the case but we're probably never going to do that right and you as the player killed the fucking dementors that were making us do that now we're free to do whatever the fuck we want and what you're probably going to get from here on out is a linear RPG story RPG experience uh, with terrible voice acting, really bad scripts, and a lot of sequences where you slowly sidle through things for loading purposes that everyone will just sort of accept for some reason, even though it's tedious as fuck. Yeah. I yeah, like I said, I never said it's the best game I've played. I still have, I still enjoyed it. There's got a lot of problems. Like I can still watch a shit movie and have fun with it. Um, like, you said you really liked it. Yeah, I had fun with it. I, there's no way I'd give it anything higher than 7.5 or something like that. Um, I, like, I don't like their solution for 
limiting party members to three people. I think that's dumb. Like I would have liked for them to have four party members. Um, I don't know the reason why that is, if it's some sort of attachment to the original game. Um, yes. <clears throat> and then like, I, because that's where I thought eventually it was going to go to. I said this last week that like I thought it was going to lead to four party members. It doesn't. It just gets you the three. Um, I, then there's like one that'll show up every once in a while, do some damage, and then piss off. Uh, they they will have the fourth party member standing in the background every once in a while and kind of just come in at the end cutscene to do stuff. Like that is not a good way to solve that. That's not even a solution. It's just lazy at that point. Uh, there's never a, a stage where you can choose what party members you want in the game, which is fucked because you end up with certain members having certain abilities, like, oh, this is my healer, but now all of a sudden they're out of the fight, and so you're, you've either got to have everybody with heal, which is what I was doing anyway. Um, but even then, it's like, oh, well, I'm fighting this thing, and it's elemental resistance is this particular f- effect, and I don't... Maybe that's on the other character. It just seems like a bad way of handling all that stuff. Um, so yeah, if that is the attachment to have it like be the same as the original game, a three-party member system, it's weird. Because even looking at back at the, I think the last couple of games have had more than three people. Um, so I don't know why they wouldn't just go to that. It's, it's you know hopefully something they address in the next game. But for the most part, I still like the like the combat for me is where I enjoyed it the most. Um, like you said, I'm not too attached to the story stuff. I think the voice acting is terrible for the most part. Um, the writing's not very good, but I still had fun playing it. Like, I wouldn't go give it a fucking Academy Award for all the other shit it's doing. I guess at the end of the day, right, if I didn't have fun playing with the, in the combat, and I didn't, and I think I have been upfront about that, uh, if you didn't have fun playing, if you didn't have fun with the combat, how would you, what would you think of the game? Might be a lot worse. Like I said, I it's the most fun I've had with a Final Fantasy game in a long time in terms of combat because I've not liked any of the combat they've done uh, in the recent years. And the story for me, for the last couple, weren't engaging. They're always just weird, weird bullshit that's going on. Whereas this one, at least I had some sort of comprehension of what was happening. Um, I don't know how you got to the end of that game and still had a comprehension of what was happening because I had to fucking work. Well, yeah, I think I think out. we're past the spoiler section, like way past it. But I I got hints of what was going on because I saw it things that were coming up, like the flashback sequences and stuff like that. And they sort of lean into it a bit towards the end a bit more. And then you see other things that happen. Bit, uh, so we're not doing spoilers. I don't know if we should. We're like 40 minutes past that mark by now. There's that one part, right? I'm not going to be specific, but there's that one part right at the end where they start just imagining shit from the future or the presence, right? Yeah, it's the future. I think they're saying, like, we're being shown what what will happen. That was the the line that uh, one of the characters gives. Was that was... But, okay, well... Yeah, okay. Chronologically, that's very confusing because from how I understand the timeline of the original game to work, some of that should have already happened. 
but it also showed you all that shit before they established that so it just sort of fucking smash cut to some other fucking scene with some other fucking characters you're like what what is going on hmm. like yeah like those characters are sharp i don't know who they are like i wouldn't have a clue but after doing some quick reading uh or some quick looks at some videos people have posted like getting out of here okay this is like who that is and what they're a part of and that sort of stuff um but yeah like aside from that intricate stuff into the final fantasy universe like i still had a grasp of what was going on in the main story as opposed to some of the other stuff where like the earth is dying and some fucking ladies in charge of looking after the planet and all this other weird shit um, that has happened in the past and some of the other games. So, yeah. Anyway. Nonsense story. Uh, bad voice acting, bad scripts. Like, uh, yeah, a, a combat system I didn't care about, right? I didn't hate it. I just didn't give a fuck about it. Um, that took the the fight scenes at the end were way too long. I don't understand. How was that? Fun? It didn't take me long it just at all. Went on I reckon and it was on and on. Ten fifteen minutes at the most. That last boss. Ten fifteen minutes is too long for a fucking boss fight. But it's broken up Man. into like four different fights. Broken up with fucking stupid scenes. You running from one location <laughs> to another. So you can go into the fucking boss fight again. It's the equivalent of the Monster Hunter fucking every monster runs away from you type shit. Except in this case, you're the one doing the running away. Hmm. Like, it's just fucking... They're just extended for no reason. Instead of four fights, it could have just been one fight that was two and a half minutes long. The running from location to location added nothing. That's my biggest problem with the game every single thing that extends the time of it adds nothing it doesn't add tension it just adds time it just extends it it's pointless it's pointless extension you fall through a grate you someone steals your key or whatever you fucking the boss <laughs> is destroying the platform so you fucking run away like there's no reason for this shit except to fucking lengthen. It's constant. It is infuriating. It is such a time waster of a game for no reason other than they literally needed for it to go longer and they didn't know how to make it go longer. It is insane yeah. how bad I think that shit is. Well, like, maybe some hate. people could use a time waster of a game right now. Considering yeah, maybe home. maybe they should play antimatter dimensions then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right, let's let's go on to some news because we've been going on for a, a while now. Um, it's not even a long episode. It was. It, it looked like it was going to be a short ages. one, and now it's like forty minutes later. All right. Sorry to disappoint. Um, first piece we got up here is uh, I'm not sure if you look, you've seen much of this, but uh, concerns raised over Valorant's anti-cheat methods. So Valorant is the new Riot first-person slash hero shooter uh, game that's currently in alpha, closed alpha or something, closed beta, um, that you can get uh, into by watching Twitch streams at the moment. Uh, and that seems to be doing very well for their numbers. Uh, 
right now, even though I'm seeing a lot of videos of streamers being like, I fucking hate this game, but they're getting views. I mean, it's a very smart marketing decision by Ryan. Yeah. Which a lot of streamers seem to hate. Um, so, yeah, this is in relation to the anti-cheat. Uh, and they've been talking about it quite a lot recently, sort of the things they're doing and the methods they're, they're looking into. In particular, this one that um, was raised on their Reddit page is that their their anti-cheat is currently running in uh, the computer's kernel mode. When you boot up the computer, it's running all the time. As opposed to mo- what most anti-cheats do is when you boot up the game, it runs the application or the anti-cheat in kernel mode um, and then detects, tries to detect any other dodgy programs that are running or anything that's in the ba- background that shouldn't be working. Um, and so people are getting a bit cautious about it, I guess, because they don't want this program running on their computer all the time, even when they're not playing the game um so yeah that's where things are kind of at the moment you can kind of look at it two sides um i guess the people that don't want random shit running on their computer all the time not knowing what it's doing uh especially when it's doing things like searching and looking at what other programs you've got going at the same time or searching your hard drives and things like that it's obviously some security concerns there but also if uh, and the other side of it is what if Riot is doing dodgy shit, like ooh, getting your personal information. Uh, that is something I'd never see would happen. Like if that sort of thing came out, that would probably destroy the company, <laughs> especially like in terms of a relationship with uh, players and the like what they're doing. Like I don't think they'd ever come back from that. That'd be a huge uh, conflict in terms of the trust between you know, developer and, and their community. Um, but at the same time, like, obviously people don't want their computer being scanned 24-7 when they're not playing the game that this thing is supposed to be protecting. Uh, so, yeah, have you had a chance? Did you know anything about this? Did you see anything about it? Yeah, I, I did see this uh, when, it, when it first popped up. Um, I've locked into a little bit uh, at, the, at this stage. People haven't, like... Haven't seen it sending any data, so it is literally just a DLL yeah. because uh, all, all they're trying to do is, if, as long as it's it's there on startup, um, a, a lot of hacks. What a lot of hacks try to do is get around uh, any cheat by uh, like usurping the DLL itself. Yeah, and so if it's there on startup, it can't be injected prior to it beginning so sure. hacks will when the when the dll becomes active on activation of the game uh the hacks will attempt to inject before the dll is active itself but if it's active on startup that raises the difficulty level quite significantly mm-hmm. so i understand i understand why they're trying to do it right it makes sense. It has like a sort of internal logic to it. They're trying to make it harder, at least. But, uh, yeah. But at the same time, I understand people's concerns uh, because, yeah, it isn't It isn't really something that should be happening. Um, the DLL file itself is only active 
to enable the anti-cheat program to run. And all they're trying to do is avoid having the cheat hook itself into the DLL prior to the the DLL starting up, mm-hmm. right? So as long as the DLL is dormant uh, and people are people can track that it's dormant mm-hmm. uh, until the game begins. And, and as far as I can tell, the DLL is always dormant. It's literally just uh, like there to stop uh, like any hook being or any uh, script being injected. Sure. Um, as long as that remains, I don't think it's that big a deal, but there is a degree of vigilance required to make sure it never changes. And there's also, I suppose, an argument that says that there's no need for the same vigilance if uh, you're, you never fucking install it in the first place, right? Yeah. Like, uh, like fucking Tiger King, right? Like, you if you own a bunch of fucking tigers, you got to be always vigilant that you don't have that Carol fucking Baskin doesn't spray some fucking perfume on your shoes or some shit try and get a tiger to eat you right you gotta be eternally vigilant about that shit right or you could just not own tigers in which case you don't actually have to be vigilant about that right like you don't have to worry about tigers eating your shoes yeah there's there's i guess two sides to that that old story right I don't think uh, Riot are tigers that you need to be worried about necessarily, but there are. I think these are valid concerns that you, people who are playing Valorant should keep in the back of their mind. You know, keep to should remain aware of. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still not out in Australia. It's still not available in Australia, which is, uh, yeah, makes it sort of a, a moot point, right? Like it doesn't really matter to us because we still can't fucking play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, if you want to look into that further, you can. What do you think? It's available in America, Luke. So are you going to play it or what? I need to get a key and it seems extremely hard to get a key by watching streams. So Right. Maybe not. You could hit up Riot. I could hit up Riot, but yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, so you can definitely look into that a bit more. Uh, like, I understand that they're trying to tr- sort of counter that, but at the same time, there are cheats already out for this game. <laughs> like, it's not currently working to its full effect. There's there's probably really? more ways that they can uh, stop that from happening. I think they talked about, like, incorporating uh, authentication with phones. Was that them? Like, having to tie a phone account to your... Right, yeah. No, that's PUBG, isn't it? Oh, was that PUBG? Isn't that PUBG's new thing? Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, they, 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 they had a, a thread go up, and they were talking about a bunch of different ways that they were looking into anti-cheat and how that sort of works. But you know, at least they're, they're thinking about that before the game comes out, unlike some developers. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, next up, we've got the uh, a Bloomberg report that suggests that Sony plans to limit the PlayStation 5 output in its first year to 5 to 6 million units. And that's in comparison to the PlayStation 4, which sold 7.5 million units 
during the same period. Um, this apparently has nothing to do with the coronavirus, though. So, so <laughs> that's weird. That's that's the weird part, right? Like, well, uh, at the end of the day, it could come down to all this technology they're using in there, right? The maybe it's harder to get. It's people, maybe their internal. Numbers are saying that this thing is going to be a lot more expensive, so they're not going to sell as many. Um, it could be just a matter of pacing themselves. We know that hardware costs get cheaper as time goes on. Um, but hardware costs get only get cheaper like as the manufacturing uh, becomes more efficient. Yeah, and easy to do. Right? right. Yeah, but the efficiency will not grow because manufacturing has been slowed or halted Mm -hmm. so like the idea that it isn't affected by coronavirus like on some level i guess what i'm saying is on some level everything is affected by coronavirus sure yeah right uh i just i just don't see how yeah i just don't see how uh this could somehow not be impacted by it um five to six million doesn't seem that low a number to me sure you know like that's that's still a pretty it's a lot like if they could sell through that that's still a lot yeah. of units out in the fucking wild that's enough to justify third-party production yeah and then you get to the stage where it's that uh driving hype up like right like you've got to have this thing because oh. remember what happened with the cartman lane the switch not the switch the wii right where that was yeah. like impossible yeah. to get um so, like, I don't know. I guess we'll see. They've obviously got, got some sort of plans. Um, and th- that's also uh, $7.5 million in, in the f- first half of the year. So, from November till... Because the rumor at the moment is it'll be dropping in November. There was a leaked release date that came up for one of the consoles recently. I don't remember if it was... I think it was Xbox. Um, like, the website updated with a with an actual oh they got a logo now or something a rough day some shit I'm yeah. Not... yeah they got the logo and yeah like the much rougher date but I I don't know yeah it's... we'll see I know there's rumours that it's going to be announced like lots of details are going to come out Next way month. sooner than E3 now and stuff yeah yeah but I just haven't seen enough uh, uh, yeah I mean to really go on any of that if you think about the timing of this stuff um like we probably would have heard a lot of information in May and there was some reports today saying that there's going to be some some announcements in May anyway. Um, and that's generally the time when you're like, all right, here's the hardware, here's the things they're doing. Just trying to get it out of the way of the, the actual game announcements. But they could just slam all them together into one and be like, all right, here's the oh, here's all the hardware stuff. Here's, the, here's a couple games and we'll slowly be doing more and more over the next couple of months leading up to November because it's really not that far away. It's going to be five five months. Yeah. 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 By the time they announce all this uh, stuff. Yeah, like they they, they kind of got to get it out there, right? Yeah. Um, yep. And it seems like Microsoft is more than happy to jump on first with all this stuff and let Sony sort of <laughs> linger behind at this stage. Because we've not heard a lot from Sony. Like, we haven't seen... We've seen what the controller looks like, right? But we don't know what the box is yet. Um, yeah. I would assume 
that is something that's going to happen real soon, though. Like if they're showing the controller, yep. right? It's, it doesn't make sense for them to be like, here's the controller and then just radio silence for two months. No, yeah, we got to see it soon. Yeah, especially like they're probably making this thing at this stage. Um, they don't, and they don't want that to leak or at least they're about yep. to start making it. So they, they've got to get on it. So anyway, uh, that was it for news because we talked about the Call of Duty, Call of Duty uh, Warzone oh, stuff yeah, already. Um, Word. So that is it. We've also got some questions. We got an email as well. I don't know if you can bring that up or if I need to bring that up, but I can bring we it can up. have a look. Um, and see. there might be some stuff in the Discord, I feel like. I'm pretty sure there is. I've got the little thing. The indicator. Indicator. Uh, I'm not seeing a question. What? In uh, where? In, in Discord? In the email. Uh, um, I, off the top of my head, I think it was from Paul. Unless that was... Maybe found it. You found it. Nice. Cool. I wrote it down so I'd remember. Paul writes. Nice. Uh, hello, Job and Luke. Job, you have previously previously said you review games on the default difficulty setting. In your critique of Alex, you complain that Combine Soldiers took two headshots at hard difficulty. Is the default difficulty setting of Alex hard? Oh, that's a good one. Um, no, the default difficulty setting is not hard. Um... I was talking about uh, the, the comparison between Half-Life Alex and yeah, Half-Life 2. Two headshots on hard is Half-Life 2 difficulty. Uh, in Alex, headshots take three shots on normal. I also played on hard and it takes five shots, if I recall correctly. Um, but yes, I played on default difficulty setting uh, and what, yeah, what I was doing. trying to do is make a direct comparison between... Half-Life and uh, Half-Life 2 and Half-Life Alex. Um, so, yeah, two headshots was hard difficulty in Half-Life 2. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Half-Life Alex took three, which is specifically what was driving me bananas because on normal it was more difficulty, difficult to kill Combine than it was to kill uh, Combine in Half-Life 2 on a harder difficulty, which is ridiculous to me um especially considering uh the mechanic of shooting itself is more complex in half-life alex because uh it is very easy to point and click and it is not as easy to shoot a fucking gun um as i think anyone will tell you uh i I could black cunts in call of duty and I don't think I could black cunts. IRL. Uh, the email continues. Suggestions for future milestone episodes. Stepping into the Wayback Machine. Job and Shrog should discuss Ooh. the banning of Booth as this resulted in the largest thread in the history of the Game Arena forums. Um, I don't remember that thread. I remember... What, what was it called? Wasn't the the banning of booth um i remember banning uh no not banning i remember the cooking thread uh that got so big that we had to fucking uh we almost had to start a new fucking th- 
thread hmm. and I kept getting emails from the mammoth guys because uh, they were annoyed because the the thread wouldn't close and people kept raising it from the dead. Right. And every time I got annoyed with the guys at Mammoth because they do something that annoyed me, uh, I would I would necromance that thread and bring it back <laughs> from the dead just to fucking upset them again. Um, I don't remember the banning. I'm going to have to fucking Wayback Machine that shit. It sounds sure. familiar like the uh, first part does. The it ban. 100% does. Oh my lord, it does. Yeah. Uh, but it's the I end part. Remember, yeah, uh, yeah. I just don't remember. Um, uh, my latest conspiracy theory: Luke and COVID nineteen turn up in San Francisco at the same time. Coincidence? I think not. Uh, that is pretty fucking eerie, Luke. Any? Uh, you got anything to say about it? No, I've been here for um, seven or eight months now. Eight months, maybe. And COVID-19 has been in San Fran for how long? Um, I mean, there's theories saying that it would have, that it might have shown up in New York in like November, December or something like that. But the first case, the first recorded case was in like January, late January. Yeah, yeah. That's what you want us to think. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's it. Uh... Yeah, that's a good. I think it's a pretty solid conspiracy theory. Or Luke needed a couple of months to, to get it create. out there. Yeah. Um, have fun, guys, and don't run out of alcohol, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Good. Uh, good email. Paul has question. emailed Thank us before. Writing in. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's probably the only person who uses the email. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but I like it. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I uh, like it. Good. Yeah. Next, soon we'll be getting faxes. And what's your fax number, Jug? <laughs> oh, I don't know. The pigeons. I don't even have a fucking landline. So I was talking to someone the other day, and they're like, "Oh, yeah." And my dad's had his landline with Telstra for fucking blah 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 blah, like fucking thirty years or something. I'm like, why does he still have a landline? Old people have a like they they would like really they old. were talking they were like going deep on something on something in particular and they're like they were talking about something completely different and I could not get past the landline thing. yeah like why does he still have a landline? I don't Be- because like my grandparents uh, have a landline but that's because they're very old and it's hard for them to use a phone like they just don't understand it it's very easy for us we've grown up with them for. I mean, for us, not even that long. Um, no, we're pretty old, Luke. Yeah, <laughs> we have, like touch touchscreen phones haven't been around that long. When you think about it, um, no, like two decades. Yeah, but not even that. Not even that. Holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah, but trying to get an elderly person Decade. to like, here's how you use a touchscreen phone. It's just too fucking hard for them. And then some of them can't see properly. They have bad eyes and. Yeah, uh, it's easy to pick up a phone. Just be like, bam, to all that. Anyway. That is true. Uh, Carrier pigeon, maybe. Carrier pigeon? How come you've got fucking loads of fucking understanding for fucking old people and their phones? When I try to get you to understand how Final Fantasy VII Remake upsets me, you're like, 
Remake means this. It does mean Cambridge. The Oxford Dictionary says remake wait. is defined as like get the fuck out of here. That's not what I'm talking about. Well, you, you wait. You I'm wait till about. June comes out, and you'll be like, I want every film remade. That's what I want now. I want a remake of all of them because June is so good. Denis, literally, your first it. fucking example of a remake film was the Ghostbusters remake, you motherfucker. Like the first the fuck three acts of that film that? were really good, and then it just got fucking crap at the end, where there's like a dance sequence. <laughs> yeah, huh? No argument from here. For me, the first <laughs> wait. So the are you are you saying the the ending spoiled that movie? Yeah, the ending made that that movie bad. Yeah, and what have I been saying about Final Fantasy VII remake? Interesting. The, the entire interesting the, stuff. The combat. Mother the combat fucker. joke. It's also garbage. <laughs> um All right, what's the next question? Drew Money. Dr. E3 Money. Dre three money. Right. Have either of you checked out Satisfactory? I've seen Drew. Drew's, Drew's playing Satisfactory right now. Um well, I'm no, loving hold it. Up, hold and up. It's a great cup. Why is Drew asking if we've played a game or not? Is Drew not listening to the podcast anymore? Whoa. You should know these things, right? <laughs> he's he's one of our patrons. Let's not shit on him too hard. Um, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Thank you, Drew. Um, I'm loving it, and it's a great co-op experience, and that's even with me having to play it with Gerald and his giant messy spaghetti conveyor Jeez. belt builds. Yeah, that's, that's What was the game called? Uh... Steel? Satisfactory. Okay. Satisfactory. What? Ah, yes. I've seen Steel. this pop up in my um, Steam list. It's a factory building game. It's on Epic Games, isn't it? Oh, is it it's Epic? It's on Steam, is it? Um, I think it's on Epic. Yeah, this is Steam Link right here. It was an early access game One on quick- Steam. Right. They must have moved it across. Oh, right. I think it's coming back to... We're releasing on Steam, they said, on February 12th. Okay. Uh, on a Tuesday in 2020. Mm. Um, so it's currently on Epic Games Store. Uh, would probably be a good one for people and their less gaming-keen partners. Just remember to turn off the spiders. Uh, Gerald tried to convince us to play this game ages ago. Gerald is uh, one of our mates. Uh, who is one of the worst shooter players I've ever experienced? Um, he's the reason we stopped. We all stopped playing Blackouts because huh. he shot Nate with a rocket launcher in what is still one of my favorite fucking videos of all time. Um, <laughs> just because the, yeah. the sheer confusion in everyone's voice because that game had friendly fire and he just straight up murdered Nate all the time. Um, oh, sp- speaking of of Gerald, though, I. Just remembered, I've been playing um, Fallout 76, but I'll put that on the list for next week. Thank God. Um, yeah. Gerald, yeah, he's tried to convince us to play this a couple of times. Uh, I never really got into it. It feels like... I think the reason I don't want to play Satisfactory is it seems to me like an idle game, except a very active idle game, right? Like aren't you just sort of like setting up a bunch of stuff and then it does a bunch of stuff? Like, I don't really understand the gameplay loop. Mm. You haven't really sold me on it in this one, Drew. Uh, I don't really understand what you do except deal with Gerald and his giant messy spaghetti conveyor belt builds. 
Like I've looked at videos and yeah, it just sort of looks like you just it looks like Minecraft without the uh spelunking. And it turns out that most of the time when I play Minecraft, all I want to do is spelunk. Um but if it's got spelunking, I guess I'll play it. I'll give it a shot. But uh yeah, primarily the reason I haven't played it is cuz uh Gerald suggested it and the last game Gerald suggested before Satisfactory was we all played Fallout 76. So um, yeah. That had some building I in it. I don't know. I guess I, they did have building in it, yeah. yeah. Why don't you guys play Fallout 76? I am playing it. Um, started. Shut up. <laughs> I'll install Fallout 76. No, no, we don't have to play it together. God. <laughs> okay, thank fuck. We should we should uh, we gotta get jump back and play like play um, uh, Green Hell and Sea of Thieves. Um, that's Sea of Thieves got a big update. Yeah, sure did. We should check that out yeah, for sure. I think today it got for pushed sure. out. Cats, nice. they got cats in there now. Check it out. Fuck, I just bought a monkey. I'm so annoyed. Oh, such a waste. And I got a bird. If your bird attacks my, if your cat attacks my bird, I'm <laughs> very upset. Yeah. Is that all the questions? Uh, yep. Yep, that's it. Cool. Uh, good stuff, Drew. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for writing in, Paul. That's it. We can wrap this podcast up. Go have some lunch. Ah, let's not. Um, okay, let's do that. You can find us, The Gap, the GA podcast, on iTunes, Android, Spotify, Windows Store. Where else are we? Podbean. Everywhere you can find your podcast. Podbean. That's where you can get us. Uh, we're another gap, the GA podcast, the gap podcast. If you do have a moment, please rate and review the show. Helps other people find us on those platforms. Um, you can email us if you'd like to, the GA podcast at gmail.com, like Paul did. Thank you, Paul. Otherwise, you can find us on Discord, the GA podcast.com slash Discord. You jump in there, leave us some questions on our question page, or you can just chat in our many, many different. Uh, things we've got there i i can't see it at this stage because i use my channels. discord so there's there's lots of channels going in there um but people are talking about things there's some stuff happening in the last couple of days like job said talking about cheating and that sort of thing big thread in there so a very active community good discussion yeah i like it yeah um but otherwise you can also find us on social media twitter.com slash ga podcast facebook.com slash ga podcast we have a youtube page if you want to watch the video of us sitting here um the ga podcast.com slash youtube uh, i don't think i added any game footage last week um because i don't think we had anything and this week will probably right. be quite similar because i can put some warlords in new york stuff up there but otherwise it's just gotten really dark in my room um otherwise yeah i don't have much else so you can check that on YouTube if you want to. Um, I've noticed a bunch of people following us the last couple of days, so thank you for that. Cool. Otherwise, nice. you can also find us on our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our previous shows, uh, past episodes, and all the links we talked about today. If you want to check out those, maybe you forget them. Um, and that's all thanks to our Patreon members who help run our podcast. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash gapodcast. Thank you to everyone that does that. Uh, we recently put up a, we, we've now got a second host, which is hosting our podcast uh, to stop the website from crashing. And it seems to be going pretty well. 
I don't know. It's working. We're no one's complained. So grateful. Which yeah. is very good. Um, thanks so much. So thanks to everyone that's doing that. And if you have any other suggestions, let us know. Always open to hearing people's thoughts. Maybe you want us to, to post this on the radio or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to do that, but Joe will figure it out. And we'll get it on the radio for you. I, you're the one who figures everything out. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't figure shit out. You do all the figuring out on this fucking podcast. Look, we're on radio and now. I show up and... I don't know. Drop fucking. Maybe I can just say we're on planes now, and but nobody facts. ever know because there's no planes. That's genius. Yeah. We're on Virgin Australia flights. Oh, oh, that's bad. That's unfortunate. That's a bad it's one. Too soon. Um, that that is too soon. You can't be doing that, Joe. That's inconsiderate of you. Yeah, that's that's why I don't do anything <laughs> on this podcast. I can't be trusted. Yeah, you're too dodgy. Um, all right, you got anything you want to pimp out this week? Last week was your. Red Bull video, which I watched, it was very good. Mm, it was uh, it was interesting to see what they chopped from that uh, yeah. to get it down to the time that they wanted it to be. Uh, it was supposed to be a four-hour uh, video, all- but in classic yeah. Joe. Like, with me talking, yeah, absolutely, it was. It was fucking ages. It was long and long and long and long. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, I On that video, we talk about um, Kanda Ricchetti from G2 mentions that um, he doesn't have any map weaknesses because he's a god walking on earth. Mm. Uh, and I said that Clubhouse is clearly his weakness because they got 7 owed at the Invitational on Clubhouse and then auto-banned it for the rest. I went and looked it up and they have not won a round of Clubhouse since October of last year. Nice. Uh, it is definitely their weakest map. They've got no... They've, they've lost four... Uh, lost on it four more times since the Invitational. Cool. They just keep losing on Clubhouse. It's, they're terrible at Clubhouse. Anyway, um, I thought that was pretty insightful. Uh, but yeah, anyway. No, I don't have anything else at the moment. Um, I've got some stuff, but I don't get to say when it goes up. So I'll just have to wait and see. Yep. Uh, nothing for me, though. You? you can find me on Twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. L-A-W-R-I-E. Otherwise... That's it for this week. Um, next week, uh, Giz Tactics is out. I think we'll be able to talk about it then. Um, yes. So does that come out early next week? Or is it? I don't know. We'll review Embargo Lifts Monday next week. So. Right. Uh, we can talk about it. Comes out middle of next week. Probably the day we record. So we'll be talking about that anyway. Because I think we've both got copies at this stage. So. Anyway, yep. that should be fun to talk about. Um, hopefully, I'll have my VR kit by then. <laughs> talk about some Marvel. Apparently, Alex. cleared customs. Apparently, apparently cleared customs. I got an email saying it's cleared customs. So uh, it's now just onto the USPS. Oh, yes. Yep. Now it's definitely gone. So it's gone. No, they're pretty. <laughs> they're pretty good for the most part. Okay. Um. All right, that's it. Thanks everyone listening. We'll see you all next week.